2: First time in a long time, but back like I, I never left, Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead, watch we burn down everything, BDE
3: on a TV set, when I'm in control, on your roll, you could never really know what's up next. Hello! Hello, hello, hello! Brain Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, where else are we available? Uh... Spotify. Spotify Podcast. And YouTube. YouTube. What's our YouTube channel? We are BDE Official. Yes, you can follow us. Uh, we are trying out some new uh, YouTube Live features yeah. as we're doing this right now. We've got a
2: funky new webcam, so you can now see, like, actually how ugly we are. Right. Because uh, all the other times we just had the Mac webcam and right. it kind of hides perfections. Whereas we're this is glorious oh, HD.
3: You can see how ginger my beard is. It's lovely. Uh yes, you can find us on all these platforms. We are the NXT podcast guys, as some people call us now. Yeah. Uh, some guy was like, hey are you the NXT guy? It's like sure, let's do that. Let's go with that. NXT for life baby. Yes, uh the gold and black brand. So we're trying out a new setup in our in our BDE. The Brayden David Estate. Mm-hmm. We, uh, what, what do we have to talk about today? Uh, I, I'm just like, we're not used to, I'm not used to doing this on YouTube. So yeah, like, uh, with us.
2: I feel it's been a pretty busy week, I think. Yeah. Um, well, how are you? I'm pretty good. I'm actually really good today. Why are you really good? Just awake. It's Sleep. It's the
3: summer. Uh, it's hot. Uh, uh yeah, it's really hot here in the six. Yeah. Um, well today is the 4th of July. Today is Independence Day. Mm. Have you ever seen that movie? I have not. Have you? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, Bill, Bill Pullman with his uh, presidential speech. Right. It's the greatest speech in all of presidential. The Cody play- Rhodes speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, President Trump will never have a good speech like Bill Pullman. I don't even want to see what he's doing today. Uh, he's, he's bringing out the big I, guys. I've, I've, heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's I've pretty heard. ridiculous. Uh, but we're Canadian and our, and our thing, well, I'm Canadian. You're Canadian. <laughs> I'm nothing. <right> uh, now. <laughs> you are literally just in like. Limbo. Yeah, you're just chilling. <laughs> I'm like Tom Hanks in The Terminal. Except in BD. Yeah. In BD. Yeah, you're just stuck here eating. What does he eat in that movie? Ketchup packets and <laughs> like- something like that and then gets all the change from <laughs> the trolleys. Yeah, it's, that's a great film. Mm. Um, but speaking of Tom Hanks films, Tom Hanks says the greatest movie is in theaters right now. The greatest movie ever. Oh, I... I... wouldn't disagree. Some are calling it the Kenny Omega Okada... Oh, damn. ...of animated movies. Well, I said that. Toy Story 4. Yeah. You saw it. You saw it before our show last week. I saw it that evening. Oh, man. Um, This movie was amazing. It's so good. Um, We're gonna do a uh, Spider-Man Far From Home little recap here. Not... This exact second, but how about after we do NXT? After we do some feedback, we'll do a spoiler warning. Yeah, and we'll do a whole Spider Man thing because I know we want to talk about Spider Man. We do.
2: I think I think we can talk semi
3: spoilers with Toy Story. I yeah, don't think we'll talk as in exactly. In-back. Like I just really liked it as a as a whole uh, franchise. Three kind of put it to bed. Yeah, and then it r- it rose from the dead, and the toys are back. And they did a fourth one. I don't think I needed it, but I needed it. What
2: I've loved about each film is the time they've spent. Um, They haven't rushed it out. Like, they haven't been like, you know what, we can make a Toy Story 4. Apparently, everyone thought Toy Story was done after Toy Story 3. Yes, I thought so. Except for the writer. The writer of Toy Story 3, before it had even reached uh, cinemas, had an idea for Toy Story 4 and has been writing it since then. Wow. And... Pitched it to Pixar and Pixar were like, oh, "We're kind of done." And then they saw the story, and basically he was saying, "Toy Story One, Two, and Three is essentially Andy's story. Yes, is Andy growing up and the repercussions of him uh, throwing becoming an away. adult. What that has on the on the
3: toys. Yes, Toy Story Four is like no, it's Woody's story the whole time. I was gonna say this one was definitely Woody's. Woody's yeah. whole story." Um, I really enjoyed that. The only, the only, the only gripe, I felt like it kind of lacked Buzz, maybe a tiny little bit. Yeah, he was definitely the side thing. Yeah. But, um, there was one thing. I saw, I saw in theaters. I actually, uh, look, uh, Toy Story and animated movies, Toy Story aside, like, Pixar animated movies, cartoons are really not my thing. Mm. I wouldn't necessarily rush to a theater. Like I haven't seen a bunch of them, but when I do, I'm always like, "Man, that was really good." Yeah. It took me forever to see Moana. I saw it. I was like, "Wow, right. what a yeah. badass chick!" Uh, I saw Zootopia. I laughed my ass off. Toy Story four made me laugh so hard. Okay. But but I don't. You have a girlfriend. Sure. I can't. I can't justify myself going to this movie by myself. Oh yeah, you can. No, you because you gotta get over that. Because then I'm gonna be no, no, specifically like a kids' movie. Because I'm just sitting by myself, a six foot one bearded man, and then full of kids in a the theater. Like I, I can't. Like my psyche. So I made plans with my other friend because you have a girlfriend. You, you see movies without me. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So I made plans with a friend to go see it. And the morning of, he's like, I can't go. I got some banking thing. Mm-hmm. I can't. I, I can't go. So it's like, Ugh, I really want to see Toy Story Four. So uh, I went on a really last minute. Tinder date, to go see Toy Story 4. And this girl really loved the movie, but this girl has a really loud laugh. Hmm. Like, I'm talking, like... Janice. Yeah, from Friends. Like, the first joke in the movie, she was, "Ah, like, howling, and everyone in the theater zeroed in on us, like, whoa, (laughs) what's going on? But, later in the movie, as it progressed, the theater got louder and And louder and louder and louder, and and then near the end of the movie, I was like... We're not, we're not the the sore thumb sticking out. No. We can laugh as loud as we want because that movie was so fun. Yeah, I thought it was so good. I I got a fit of the giggles during it. Were really there's, the no. uh, there's the bit
2: with no. There's the bit with uh combat Carl. Yes. The combat three car. combat calls. Yes. And there's the first bit. They all go for high fives, yes. and the one guy doesn't do it, and then Woody leaves, <laughs> and he goes for another one, and doesn't get a high five. Yeah. I started crying, laughing, and you know, you then start laughing because you're laughing, and you can't stop laughing. Right, and then people around us are laughing because I'm still yes. laughing, and I'm like, That's I'm just sorry, like this. what happened? Yeah. It's I love that you see it on a lot of like uh, sports outtakes where right. someone like gets a basket, and he's like, wait, wait, and one Latter. guy is like, oh, contagious oh. laughter is the thing. Um, you see someone laughing. I uh, yeah, go for no, it. No, I just I thought the film was incredible. Um, I think Toy Story three is still my favorite. See, Toy Story three is really good, but it's more sad. I found this one
3: more of an adventure comedy. This was emotional, but it was it was more funny. Um, Something that the Tinder date also pointed out: Mm. Uh, there's a scene when Bonnie, the little kid, the character of the little the little girl, she goes to class for the first time. Like that's part of the movie. Disney Pixar in that class, there's a quick shot and, and most people are going, didn't realize it, but my date pointed this out. She says, wow, that's so good of Disney to do this. When Bonnie goes to class, there's a kid in her class with a very, very visible hearing aid on the kid. Okay. And to most people, th- they didn't even notice that. Yeah. But for a lot of people, that is a huge, huge thing because disabilities in movies are always like kind of not the main thing. Sure. And, and if you look at the main story, like spoilers, Bo, uh, Bo Peep, mm. Bo Peep has also a an arm. Yeah. The whole movie, like it, it basically is involved in the arm. I think putting that in the story was a very much needed, uh, just addition in there. Something so, so little that maybe some people wouldn't even have noticed. But it means something to someone. But to someone else, that sure. is like the biggest thing. So uh, Disney is is doing the right things in certain things. Well, did you hear what else Disney yes, did exactly, yesterday? Exactly. Exactly. So um, Toy Story
2: Two. Right. Uh, there's a scene. They they have these bloopers at the end of the film mm-hmm. when the when the credits are rolling, like fake bloopers. Um, and there's a scene, and Kim and I actually rewatched the trilogy before right. going to see the new one. Uh, the scene with the Prospector mm-hmm. in his box, uh played the by Kelsey Grammer, with the Barbies. Yeah. And it's essentially a casting couch <laughs> yes. scene, which... He's like, I got a part for in my, you in my movie. Yeah, which I remember just, like, laughing at the yeah. time. Um But obviously with the Me Too movement over the mm-hmm. last couple of years, um this isn't really acceptable anymore, especially in a kids' film. Right. <laughs> what makes it even more fucked is John Lasseter directed that movie. John Lasseter's the guy who was, like, the main guy at Pixar... Okay. ...who got fired for a load of Me Too oh shit. Oh, my God. Like, casting cow cast shit. Wow, And that joke That's, is in his yeah, movie. okay, then
3: you know what? Good for the... Because some people are like, hey, it's just a cartoon joke, like, you could have left it in the movie. Mm. But now, knowing a little bit more about it, I think that's probably the right route. Apparently, they did it two years ago, but no one really noticed. Did Oh, what removed it. Yeah, they removed it, like, about two years ago. When when that Me Too stuff really was kicking into gear, that's when they pulled it from every re... Like, from that point on, you couldn't find it, essentially. So, I mean, good on Disney uh, for doing that. As well, I remember uh, Finding Dory. Again, a very tiny little thing in Finding Dory. If they're at a zoo and mm. they walk past, and you see uh, like the first ever like uh, lesbian couple in a Disney okay, movie, nice. which is like again, you you wouldn't notice it, but for some for people, sure, yeah. this is like the biggest thing. So uh, little things for for Disney is very, very I think well. I think Toy Story has completely earned the trust of
2: everyone now. So this I think they did Toy Story one in I believe 1995. Wow, so I remember ago. going to see it. Did you have a Woody or a Buzz? Uh, I you? had a Buzz. Yeah, uh, my grandma bought me a Buzz. Yeah, um, to infinity. And I've dressed up as Woody before. Right. Um, so, Toy Story 1 came out in 1995. So I you a- would be Woody, I would be Buzz, I think. I think so. <laughs> uh, so, I was a kid. It was the first first movie, like, feature-length movie of that type okay. um, to be in the cinema. And um, I remember going to see it with my grandparents, with my family, and loved it. Was obsessed. Right. Four years later, they took four years before they did a sequel. Apparently, it was going to be a straight-to-VHS movie. Right. Disney, And then they were like, this is pretty good. And they're covering New Ground and stuff. It's not just the first one redone again. Right. Um, And I think that was one of the first films I went to see uh, on my own, like with a friend. Okay. Um, So, and I guess I'm kind of at that age where Andy is at that point. Sure. Um, Ten years later, 2009... Uh, the third one came out. I remember I was working on a show in Dubai at the time, so the whole cast went to like the midnight screening to of watch Toy it. Story Three. Okay, it's so midnight screening. The cinema was packed, all adults. And I remember, <laughs> I remember the the memes going around at the t- time, being like, "I've waited ten years for this." Yeah, sure. Like, fuck off, kids. Yeah, I've like, waited that's how ten I years felt for this one. <laughs> I'm sure, and and like it was perfect. The perfect conclusion. I cried. I bet the whole thing um, was. But also, at that point, I'd sort of just finished that time. of. I I was feeling like I was leaving my childhood behind. Right, okay. I was becoming an adult. Getting rid of your toys. They waited nine years, again, for this one. Wow, has it been nine years? It's been nine years. Damn. Um, That's pretty wild. I didn't even yeah. realize that. So they waited. They're still, still and making think, millions of dollars. Yeah, and I feel if in ten years' time they make another one, I'm going to be like, you know what? I, I
3: trust you guys now. Sure. You, you clearly... No, clearly I care about again. I'm like, doing. I'm not a huge cartoon guy, but every time I have watched any of the uh, Toy Story, though, I again like I saw the old ones. The first mm. one was always my movie. I had to see this one. Uh, just I, I work uh, at a TV station, but mm. we're the we're an ABC affiliate, so my job is a lot of times uh, watching and processing a lot of ABC shows. And they had Tom Hanks and uh, uh, uh Tim Allen, Tim Allen on. In Disney World, in the Toy Story Land, have you okay. ever been there? With Pizza have. Planet? Oh no, no, Toy Story Land's new. Yeah, it's, it's have, only, I've, like, I've been to Pizza Planet. It's right. amazing. Uh And and Tom Hanks was like, "Hey, like we kind of signed on for this, thinking you know, it's we're doing a voice." And then years later, he's like, "This is the best, the most proud of I am of." He said, "This is his." favorite work he's done because it's just like I think it's the best series of movies ever made there you go still Um, caught up Kenny the
2: only thing I would say and I don't think you're a fan of it the only thing I'd say would compete is Lord of the Rings sure but I don't really count that because it's one story it's sure uh, like the book is three books like it's an adaptation whereas movies like Star Wars Star Wars wasn't ever gonna be a series like Star Wars happened and then they went ah we can do more um there's a load of duds in Star Wars. Yes. Godfather Part Three, bit of a dud. I've never watched Part Three. Um, Back to the Future Three, it's fine, but Back to but the Future Three is not. It's not. Fine. not <laughs> it's not anywhere near as good as the others. Back to the Future Three, we don't need to talk about X Men Up and Down, like Marvel's been strong. You're right. But Toy like, Story is
3: the top. I think Toy Story's top. Name, name four movies that don't miss. Yeah. You can't you literally can't. Completely. In a series, like you can't. So. And everyone has an argument for which one is the best. My my least favourite of Toy Story is the second one. But it's not bad. It's See still good. a lot of people say that, but
2: I read a like a big like essay the other day yeah. about why it's the best one. Okay. And a lot of people sure. feel that way. Sort of that scene with Jesse being right.
3: neglected right. and things like that. I, I, I really enjoy these movies, and I'm a full-grown adult, and it made me like laugh so hard. Key and Peele? You're an adult. I don't know about
1: full-grown.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm full-grown, but maybe not an adult. Yeah. Maybe that's the right way. Uh, G- Key and Peele as the stuffed animals were so funny. I, I really enjoyed it. I I deliberately didn't look to see what the new
2: cast was, okay. So which I enjoy doing. There's so many names. Because I'm going it. like... It's crazy. Like I didn't realize till after that, that was Keanu Reeves. Yeah, uh, yeah. He and Peel like got like right at the end. For key. We were going yes. throughout him we were going like, rest of the Who is
3: it? And then he goes like, Oh, it's complicated. And <laughs> it's <was>, like, <laughs>
2: oh, it's Buster.
3: Like I love uh I love Forky because he just keeps saying trash. Trash, trash.
2: <laughs>
1: that's,
2: that's what I am. Now I have one gripe though. Okay. And this isn't about the movie. Okay. I went to the movies again yesterday to watch Spider Man Far From Home. Yes. It's summer. In the city right now I think yesterday was the hottest day of the year so far It's hot in the city It was like 30 degrees okay. Celsius You can do the maths, Americans <laughs> yeah. Um So I'm wearing shorts Short sleeve shirt Girlfriends in shorts Like tank top Right And then it's fucking arctic in the cinema Right What's with the AC? Do I need to take a parker jacket now every time I go to see a movie in the fucking summer? I mean,
3: isn't that always how theatres are? They're always cold.
2: It, I shouldn't be shivering. There was a woman with a blanket. There was a woman in the movies under a blanket and I was jealous of her. I mean, Why should is, you carry a blanket cold. around in the summer to see a fucking film? Were you going to be like, excuse me? Oh, I tweeted sure? them right after. Cineplex? Yeah, I tweeted oh. Cineplex. Jeez, did they reply? And Free also, movies. what I... What also... The noise I was in a right mood yesterday oh, oh. Um, so a new film comes out right I remember the days like you go to a multiplex there'd be like 18 screens yes and about 10 of them would be dedicated to the big movie. the new movie right and they'd be on pretty much like every, every 30 minutes 30, hour, if yeah. not an hour like um, but now you go. It's like, oh, I look online. Seven forty-five screening. Yeah. You turn up and it's like VIP for thirty bucks. <laughs> That's
3: exactly what.
2: And up. I'm like, well, when's the next one? <laughs> nine twenty. And you know, nine twenty is not going to start till nine forty-five. Right. You look at the film. It's two hours fifteen minutes. Like, I'm going to be here till midnight <laughs> because I don't want to spend thirty bucks for just. Like, all the seats are comfy now. It's not like you're sitting on spikes in the fucking economy
3: class. Well, that's what happened with me. I went to, I took a date. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy the movie. It's a Tuesday. (laughs) I'm going to buy the movie. Guess what? All of them were sold out. Uh, So I had to do VIP and VIP even on a, on a Tuesday was like 15 bucks. So I'm like, great. I just spent $30 on, and then plus you buy popcorn. I don't know how it is in other parts of the world, but when you go to the theaters, that's where they fuck you. They take your money on like popcorn and drinks and stuff, right? Uh, and popcorn the markup is huge. If now, now, this is something I want to talk about. Um, I'm not much of a popcorn guy. Okay. But if someone were to be like, I'm buying a giant popcorn, we're going to have some popcorn. I'm going to eat that popcorn. Yeah, I'm sure. going to put the ketchup packets all okay, over yeah. that shit. I'm going to do all of that. But uh, last week, me and you went out. I don't know where we went. We probably went to, uh, I think we went to Emo Night. And then we came back and we, we were watching wrestling or something. <laughs> uh, we were a little lit. And you made uh, microwavable popcorn. Oh, yeah. Right? And I hate microwavable popcorn. It, I think that's, like, the worst. But you were so lit that you took your bag of shredded cheese and you threw it in the bag of popcorn, which is now hot from the microwave, yeah. and then you shook it up and then I put, like, seasoning or something yeah. in it. It was lit. It was, it was so it? good. I was like, yo, I think you found something that theaters don't do. Yeah. Because theaters always give you the, the, the little sachet things. things. But they should be, you should put cheese. Like, I'm not talking like Fake, I'm talking like real like shredded, shredded, like nacho cheese kind of. Thing. Yeah, and throw it in the popcorn bag and give it up because we were eating that and I was like, "This is great! I can eat popcorn with cheese on it." So you you found something. I don't, I'm just wondering if other people do sort of. Well, they start doing that with like uh, Doritos,
2: haven't they? Yes. Like, you lock the top off, throw a load. Of, like, yeah, yeah. Like, you put the meat and cheese like lettuce. nachos. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. But with popcorn. Yeah, there's a good. market there to, to do that. Like if I went to a theater, that probably cost twenty dollars though. Well, that's <laughs> the thing that bugs me about
2: the VIP one I think it's a slightly smaller like audience with nicer seats all the seats in the new cinemas are really comfy now anyway and you have access to the bar now you can bring drinks in anyway it's not like you get a free drink in those $30
3: I mean I I always sneak things in completely Yeah. yeah Yeah, you always hear someone in a the theater cracking open a can somewhere. It's probably us. Take a Big Mac in and a few cans. <laughs> I remember we went to see that uh, the Rock movie, The Rampage. Yeah, yeah, Me and you, and we just brought like a whole bag last summer. Oh, and we were yeah, just yeah. Cracking oh, cans, yeah? and everyone was like, i lit- for the nun," <laughs> <laughs> and for the nun. That made yeah, but that movie like, better. I
2: try to do it similar. If I've got like a bad cough, I try to wait for like an explosion to happen or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes it's funny just to wait for the quietest moment and.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just going to the theater is expensive these days. Yeah, so you gotta bring in your own snacks yeah. and stuff like that. It's gotta be thrifty. Uh, I remember in Scary Movie 2, they're making fun of Scream 2, which is the theater scene. Yeah, and yeah. in Scary Movie 2, she's bringing in like her own food. But then the joke in the it's a parody movie, she starts bringing like her leftovers. So she's <laughs> in the tinfoil and it's like cooked chicken and like <laughs> yeah, eating the legs and everything. That could be us yeah. uh, in the theater. Uh, so we'll do the Spider-Man because I want to talk all about Spider-Man. Oh, I've got a lot. But I don't want to. I don't want to make people who haven't seen it upset. So again, that'll be later. Yeah. at the end and of the show. Those on the YouTube will uh, just keep an eye out because we'll be doing like a separate feed for Spidey. Yes, Far From Home Spider-Man, which blew my fucking mind as a Spider comic fan. We will do that later on. Um, is there anything else that we need to uh, to talk about? I don't know. Um, um, you did the Fighter Fest with yeah. Way. Um we watched it together. I quite enjoyed watching thumbtacks go into uh the feet of Joey Janella who then went and worked like two days later and did another like Crazy. indie shows. Got just hustle. Just insane. Um yeah, I didn't get to mention that, so I thought that was crazy. Uh, I also didn't realize that every day when I go to, I got a bike this summer, hmm. and every day when I bike to work, I pass Wade's apartment literally oh. every day. So I always wave at him now. He's got a lovely apartment. Yeah, I always, I, am I'm, I'm getting jacked by the way. My legs, oh yeah, my legs are getting like tree trunks from biking everywhere. Nice, it's insane. So my upper body still looks like shit. <laughs> so I need to work on. You like the reverse. Brock Lesnar, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I need to talk to Brock and see what he does, because then you'd be like, Brock, Brock just <laughs> cycle everywhere. Just go on a cycle bike, Cycle to the gym. Just go on a bike, Brock, and you'll be... Uh, Brock's probably out in the thing, like, hunting deer and yeah. shit, so I don't know. But, um, yeah, I always ride, ride by Wade's house, and I'm like, hey, there's Wade, and I wave to him, and he waves back. Is there any more wrestling news you got? Any wrestling news? Mm. Let's see. What do we got? Uh, I watched NXT UK. Okay. I watch it every week now, but um, there's honestly not a lot to... To talk about well, it well. lately. Uh, they were at Download Fest. Uh, last week, Zach Gibson came out and cut this amazing promo on, and he, he had bags around his shoes. Cause he didn't yes, want to get yeah, his shoes about it, I think. Uh, all muddy, right? Yeah. Cause it's down, it's a music festival. I thought that was so funny. I thought his promo was so funny, but then I watched MJF cut his promo, which oh, may be my favorite fantastic. promo yeah. in wrestling. Yeah. I don't like MJF. But I think I do now. After watching him, oh, cut he's that. A great promo. Oh man, he is ruthless. Yeah, I thought he's going to have it. a job as long as he can do that. He'll have a job for life, right? Um, uh, I'm trying to think of other things. There's the uh, the the David Star Walter, yeah. stomping on the NXT UK Championship. Yeah, a lot of people are mad at that. Apparently, WWE is not happy. I I find that so dumb. I don't like the fact that they did the stomping on the thing because. Ultimately, David Starr, Mm. I think he's great, but it's what everyone thought. He's just trying to sell some t shirts. Like, that's what the independent thing is. I think the shirt's really cool. I think the logo itself is really cool. His whole movement, he gets very serious about his things, but then it's just to sell something. So I'm like, uh, that's what every wrestler should be doing. You're trying to sell yourself. You're trying to
2: sell an angle. You're trying to. (coughs) I've got no problem with the something on the belt.
3: I I have a little. I have an issue with it. I mean, uh, Walter should just destroy him after the fact mm. that he has done that. But, like, if I'm someone who works at NXT UK and I saw that, I'd be like, hey, come on, like, we're, unless w- Walter must go over him, uh, whatever, What? What's, that, it's, it's just
2: heel heat it's like what they used to do in the day with like you'd go to another country and you'd prop. grab the
3: flag and you'd... as uh, Vince Russo would say it's a <laughs> yeah, prop it's a prop, prop. <laughs> <laughs> it's a prop. Uh, what other wrestling I don't know what else is going on the world of WWE is uh, pretty good
2: the G1 is starting this weekend Crazy. which I'm very excited about yes. um, you mentioned about NXT UK the takeover is
3: coming up soon and I don't know anything about it. I watched, um, I watched UK right now at Download Fest. The main event of this week was Tyler Bate and Trent Seven versus the Grizzled Young Vets. Mm-hmm. The match was really good and then it, the finish was blown out because Imperium comes and interferes okay. and all that stuff. So they're clearly setting up some sort of Imperium, uh, British strong style thing, yeah. which is really cool, but it's, it's yeah, already it's like yeah. I don't know and also, they have you heard about what's happened with uh, Glasgow, the pay per view?
2: No. So um, Raw was scheduled right. to be in Glasgow, and they're like, "No, we're still going to do a show there, but it's not going to be live. Uh, it's not going to be a Raw Raw it's um, not a show." So now they're doing, I think, a double taping. I Think it's in Liverpool, a Manchester, Manchester. Okay, double taping, dude. I'm not sitting through three that. hours of Raw is enough to sit through. Sitting through six hours that's in one insane. taping, get out of town. Yeah, that's insane. I feel really bad because like I'm lucky, I travel, a load of my friends travel, go to a lot of these events. Like, if you're in Glasgow and you're Raw's coming, that's big, yeah. that's big. People, that's cool. people wanna see the T V event. Yeah. It's it's cool seeing a, going to a house show, but it's not the same. No, it's definitely you not. wanna you wanna make your crowd as loud as possible for TV and stuff. And then you're gonna get a really fucking dead crowd in Manchester. <sighs> Who do get raw a lot, yeah. so they're a bit spoiled in the UK. Same Definitely. with London, Liverpool, like those three places get it a lot. Hmm. And I think you're going to drive people away, and or just have a very dead audience. Yeah, but I, I guess they don't care because they'll just pipe in the noise anyway,
3: right? Because it won't be live. They will have to. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't sit through that that much wrestling. Like I fucking love wrestling, but going to WrestleMania this year for the first time, you're like, Whew, it's getting. It's getting long here and even when there's things you're excited about your body you can't it's force hard. yourself especially a weekend like that where you're also going to see other shows like partying how much coffee can you drink in oh, one day? I had like, a coffee at like the only drugs I touch in my life is weed so I could imagine some other people are like I need to do other things <laughs> to stay awake for this because it's like the worst the- was uh the NXT live show
2: in San Jose before they did the takeovers right. it was WrestleMania weekend it was like at some university yes. And I believe it started at either 10. Oh, it God. started at like 10 p.m., right. something like that. And they... I was drinking, so I had a buzz going. Yeah. They cut off the bar about an hour before the end of the show. Cool. You've got to ride that ride that wave. Yeah. I fell asleep during Neville versus Balor. <laughs> Just is sad. Because it was about one in the morning. I'd been drinking all day, haven't had a drink for like an hour, and I'm like, alright, bedtime guys.
3: <laughs> Damn, Balor and Pac put you to yeah, sleep. Yeah, I know. Damn, well, they shouldn't do it, wrestling is too long it is. when you do it, but, um, I w- they should do NXT tapings kind of more so on the road, I'd say, because, uh, NXT TakeOver is coming. Yeah. Wouldn't you like, try to, you know, maybe, uh, the Ring of Honor has announced the super card, summer of super card thing. You mean do a do a little tour, like beforehand? Yeah, hand. they are actually. Oh, they are? The night before they're in Buffalo or Rochester yeah, okay. and stuff sure. like that. Yeah. Uh, but SummerSlam weekend here in Toronto, Ring of Honor is doing a summer card thing and they haven't announced the talent because what talent, the G1 is happening. Yeah. There's no one's going to be there from New Japan. Who's going to be in there? CMLL and, their own guy i have a feeling that's not going to go very well no. especially cuz they're not announcing but if you're if you are visiting toronto the smash wrestling and progress they're doing a whole like week yeah. of events so go check out their stuff cuz walter is there my girl tony storm i got to check her out there um i shouldn't have said that um there's so many things going on including our takeover tailgate yes it's time Don't for a plug yes it's time to plug uh get your tickets before they sell out and come hang out with us pre game with us before takeover Toronto in the sixth, August 10th, go to post slash NXT tailgate. And you can get your tickets. Uh, I just want to make something
2: clear as well, that maybe we haven't made clear up until then. Uh, this is a 21 over bar. Sure. So if you have already bought a ticket or have bought a ticket for someone else thinking of bringing someone who is under 21, uh, give us a message cuz we can work out a uh, a refund if hopefully we don't need to do that hopefully sure. uh, we'll be able to get you in i think 19 plus will be fine yes um but yeah it's it's fine. not a kids event this is yeah. a bar um fuck kids yeah <laughs> i hate <laughs> um, kids i hate kids man you don't have to drink if you come but this is this is a bar in the city so for their license it has to be people yes. of age Of age to so um, no kids allowed i'm sure that won't really affect no, I don't anyone think so. Uh, but but yeah, hang out with us. Hostwrestling.com forward
3: slash NXT tailgate. We're very excited. Uh, I'm pretty excited. to. We're doing a Q&A. Yeah. And we're doing a live watch along of Gargano Almas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll have NXT on the screens. We're going to do some wrestling themes. Might do, you know, just, just a party essentially is what yeah. I want. My favorite thing of doing this uh, nerdy podcast is literally these kinds of things. You meet so many cool people. For um, sure, yeah. So I'm super excited for that. I'm super excited for NXT in Toronto again. It's going to be nuts. Oh, it would be good. This card is going to be crazy, but I don't read ahead, so I don't know the card. But after watching this week's episode, you can kind of... You've got f- an idea. ...put it into other. place. For sure. Um, so I guess we should talk about this week's NXT. Let's do it. NXT, from July 3rd, 2019, Full Sail University. It starts off with Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne. Bourne and Bougie, as mm. Mauro Ronaldo calls them, which I'm a fan of the name. Not a fan of that. <laughs> Versus Mia Yim, the HBIC. Uh, her theme song did it? Did it change? <laughs> no, <I> same, <was laughs> same. Uh, I'm the that, I'm that HBIC. HBIC. I know you love. Nigel, me. however, is
2: quoting Queen as Born and Bougie are walking into the room. What is he saying about? He's Queen? doing the lyrics from One Vision.
3: What is that? Because she's the vision. Oh, the vision. Yeah, right. Uh, well, it's it's weird because Vanessa born and Leah. How do I? Otherwise, their matches are not very for me. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. That's that's nice. I think this is the best Aaliyah's looked. Yeah. Possibly. Am I wrong here? Let's talk about it. Aliyah dressed and dripping in Versace. <laughs> Versace. Versace, Versace, Versace. Um, in the beginning of the match after the bell rings, Aaliyah is mocking Mia Yim's like gang kind of you know how Mia comes out with the bandana like. I've only just realized what she's doing what is she doing because she does this and then that it's she's going
2: doing her initials well it's also Wu-Tang it's Wu-Tang I always yeah. thought it was Wu-Tang but uh, I think it, she Mi-Yim. might have just started doing that this Mi-Yim. time she does that. oh okay that's yeah. cool yeah I, I dig it because she wears the Wu-Tang
3: shirt a bunch yes as well. and yeah Um the only issue I have with with Mia Yim and doing this. And Moro, like, like her finishers protect your neck, which is another Wu-Tang thing. Um, and Moro, like, has so many, Moro in this was like, Mia Yim is for the children. That's a completely other Wu-Tang thing. Okay. That's, that's, it's all Wu-Tang things. Sure. I just feel, I love the Wu-Tang. I'm, I have a Wu-Tang. I love Wu-Tang. Mm. Got the snapback, you know what I'm talking about? But it feels so forced. And, and okay. I'm someone who I like Mia Yim yeah. and I love the Wu-Tang clan. But to me, it's like, "Hey, take this," and you're gonna. I mean, take I it, think that's gonna, like, just WWE. It is. Isn't I'm it? just. Um, I, she she's coming. Across, I've watched her in the Indies. She's she's got her own like her own flow, her own swag. But when she comes out in NXT, I find it's just forced. Well, I want to go back to this later when we talk about Kashida. Sure. Um, I
2: think this may be something they're pushing now to get people to grab on, and okay. then they'll pull back. I would say because it looks like. They are heating her up for uh, Shayna. Of course. I assume the takeover 100%, match. Yes. Um, I get her gear. Like, I get it suits her character. Mm-hmm. It looks a bit cheap to me. Sure. Yeah. Um, the camo kind
3: of thing. The camo, she's but
2: just the, the printing, like the printing letters on it. It's on indie. the hat. It looks very indie. Yeah. And I get, like, it suits her personality. Right. I just want to see that. WWE now. Sure. I want to see that have. It'll be the takeover year. I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm if if takeover. she comes out just in this at takeover, I'll be like, come on, Mia. Yeah, you're not. Um, right. You're not winning with that. I, game. I think the style's completely right for okay. her character. I yeah. just
3: I want to see a few. Dollars. You know what I notice uh, in the summertime, um, outside a lot, dressing up like, cosplaying like the Dudley Boys is in fashion. <laughs> have you noticed <laughs> yeah. this? A lot of girls are wearing like the camel pants. The, like, maybe a crop top and yep. then like glasses. And you're like, Hey, is that Devon? Hey, is that Bubba? Oh man. Uh, dressing like wrestling is hot now, essentially. Yeah. So we were ahead of the game. Um, so Mia Yim versus Aaliyah here. Um, so Aaliyah is doing a bunch of the gang sizes, gang signs and stuff. But Aaliyah starts off by basically mounting Mia and basically like out wrestling her, which mm. I find very ironic. Aaliyah is the one who's like spinning and dancing around Mia Yim here obviously pisses off Mia Mia finally gets the upper hand and then starts taunting Aaliyah doing her thing so I, I kind of like that but Mia does her own trash talking and she's like have you done lost your damn mind and I thought fa- like again I find so forced like yeah does she talk like that I don't think she talks I'm not like sure, that no, no no again this is all things I should love this yeah have you lost your damn mind but the way she's doing it I'm just like maybe
2: it sounds natural coming from Bianca Yes, that's when what I mean. It. Bianca- she owns that you
3: believe that she's yeah. that person yeah. outside of the ring. I just don't believe it in me. Yeah. I want to because I'm a big fan, but it's just, it's just a little force. Uh, Mia goes for the cannonball early on, but Vanessa Bourne on the outside pulls Aaliyah out of the way. So Mia just crashes and burns. Uh, Aaliyah does a Ric Flair style knee drop mm. and then kicks up and lands on her feet, which looked really cool. I'm like, Aaliyah with the moves out of nowhere. Uh, Mia Yim fights back, locks in a tarantula, um, and then breaks the hold on the four count, but then walks into an Enzagiri from Aaliyah, um, only a two count. So Aaliyah is just like, hey, I'm pulling out actual wrestling moves in this match. Uh, Mia Yim fights back, eventually does hit the cannonball in the corner. She hits a suicide dive on the outside on Born and, and, uh, Aaliyah. Born and Bougie is what I wrote. Um, and then she hits a fallaway slam and then hits the protect your neck. And pins Aaliyah. I just thought uh, I, I thought Aaliyah is usually like in a jobber role. She's been in the jobber role for quite a while. Yeah. Now she's paired with the Vision. But if kayfabe wise, mm. Mia Yim is the one who's going to fight Shayna. Kayfabe wise, again, Mia Yim is not ready to fight Shayna Basil. You you took this long and you struggled and had kind of a sloppy match with Aaliyah, who mm. in my mind, kayfabe wise, has lost every single thing in like seconds. And you're supposed to be the the one, but you could barely put her away. I'm thinking in my head, wait a second. Because later in this show, there is another women's match. And if you were to say who, who? is the challenger, okay, yeah. you would not say Mia Yim after yeah. watching this
2: episode. And I think that's maybe a mistake putting those two matches on this show. Yeah, I think so. Um I, I see what you're saying. But I also, like, I didn't think Aaliyah had enough. And I, I completely agree with you. You should be heating up uh Mia. Yeah. But, like, Aaliyah's been in this division five, five plus years. years. Easily. So, she should be someone that someone has a competitive match against and loses. Right, right. She should be, like, heating someone up. Well, she like, shouldn't just be a, a pure squash. She did the most. But, more like, intense. that's just... Yeah. That's just show, like, how slow her <clears throat> progression has been. And I hope... She does show glimmers of something. I think her, she's got a character now and I right. think she owns the character. I can believe her being this, like with Bianca, I can believe her being bougie. like this in the real world. Versace. Um And you look at someone like Angelo Dawkins who probably started similar time and it
3: took him years to finally click. It took I, Angelo Dawkins years, but guess what? He's on Monday Night Raw, yes, baby! Oh, we'll get back to that later. Yeah, oh but, boy.
2: Um, but I think he's great now. I think he's like... Oozing with personality. Montez Ford has helped him a lot. He's looking great in the ring now. Um, some people it takes longer. Uh, I'd like to see Ali again then. (coughs) Yeah, especially from being from the six.
3: Yes. Again, this, she looked better in this than she has. She's doing knee drops and stuff, Mm. right? She's, she's doing it. was more like Ric Flair did the old school Ric Flair knee drop than Triple H used to do that. So maybe she's sucking sucking up to Triple H. (laughs) H Uh, but after the match, Mia Yim goes to the commentary desk. And Mia Yim basically says, isn't this what Shayna does? Well, I'm going to do it. She says, Shayna, you got something that I want and I ain't going away until it's mine. Shayna, your days are numbered and I'm not only coming for that title, I'm coming to whoop that ass. So Mia Yim, Shayna Baszler, I would assume is the takeover match, but <laughs> I, I, just, I found it funny how she went to the announce table and
2: was like, is this, is this where I send my message? Yeah. I I just wish one of them would be like I mean most people normally pick up a mic and just stand in the middle of the ring but I mean
3: sure okay I get I just a little too forced for me but yeah, I I'm with you I want her, I want her to do good maybe that match will might... deliver and kill
2: Would you prefer because they they're <coughs> completely ignoring I mean they've they've had the match a couple of times on TV already right. they're completely ignoring the fact these two are roommates and
3: like best friends in real life. We can get to that later. Like they can, they can do one match, Shayna retains, and then they could split. Yeah. Or Mia I just think that. it would make it more interesting, but they'd have had to start this yeah. months ago. Yeah. Cause remember when Champa and Gargano, they told us they were roommates, mm. but they're a tag team. And then when Champa turned, it was that he, they don't live together anymore. Yeah. And all that. That was in meta storytelling. Like mm. this is nowhere near that. No. Um, we get a recap of Io Shirai. Turning heel last week inside the steel cage when uh, she does the Candice Lorette comes to help her, but she turns on Candice and she yells at the camera, I don't need friends. Um We've heard a little bit of yeah, translation. So someone brought it to our attention over the
2: Twitter web. Yes. Um That apparently like the grammar isn't great, but she basically goes like, yeah, in English, I don't need friends. I don't need friends. I don't need Candice. Fuck Kyrie, I don't need her either. <laughs> Fuck Kyrie. That's yeah. hilarious. Uh I love heel Yoshirai already. But I also I also quite like that because it it's making I hate when they ignore stuff going on on different brands. So like when when DIY moved to Raw and when Viking Raiders moved to Ooh. Raw. Exactly. <laughs> um they just completely ignore anything that happened in NXT. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Her character can be I'm pissed. Kyrie was my best friend and sure. she left former tag team in she the Bidley. league. Yeah, she left me. Uh to go with Asuka.
3: And like, what have you done? You haven't helped me win anything. Fuck right. you as well. Fuck Kyrie. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love any uh women's wrestler yelling in Japanese. <laughs> I just love it. It's fantastic. Uh we get Kathy Kelly. She is backstage in William Regal's office with Regal. Uh William says, Yo, EO did some dreadful things, and it's gonna be, and then he's interrupted. He's about to tell some things about EO, but he is interrupted. The Forgotten Sons walk into his office. They are upset. They say, Why do the street prophets get to make matches? You should do your damn job and give us our opportunity. William Regal says, Well, that's funny, because I remember that you did get an opportunity, but you chose to get yourself disqualified. Therefore, you are at the back end of the queue. The back end of the queue. Oh, you're disrespecting us. You're disrespecting us. You'll you'll see. And they walk off. And Jackson Rikers stares them in the eyes. You won't, We won't forget this. And they walk off. I really respected. He said, "Queue." Yeah, I was there, there are two words that
2: I say yes. that people always you always say take it. the piss out me of. Yeah, queue instead of line. Yeah. And cinema instead of movies right. or theatre. They're always like, Oh, we're going to the cinema. Like, no, literally every time. Queue. Oh, the queue at the cinema is so long.
3: Oh, the queue at the cinema. I don't. So I, I respected him. Yeah. <laughs> queue. Um, so. Us Brits. Q. Q. Queue. <laughs> hashtag Q. How do you spell it? Queue. Uh, so the, the Forgotten Sons are mad because, uh, they want a title match, but they're not getting it. William Regal then says, it's not going to be the Forgotten Sons getting the title match. Next week, it will be the Street Profits versus Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan. Mm. So that's the tag title match we're getting next week. Yeah. Obviously, the Forgotten Sons are probably going to interfere because they're mad and we won't forget this, but we could, we can talk about the yeah, Street Profits now street being parties. on Monday Night Raw yeah. out of nowhere. Can I just say? Can we just have NXT champions? Can I know. We just, can have we them? just keep them? Can we keep them for so at a
2: ring? What's different this time, and I liked, and I'm, I reckon this is Heyman's di- sure. direction. They had the titles with them. Yeah, they even and, said they uh, were the NXT, and they the Viking them. Raiders did not have the title. Right? With them. Okay. And I like that. Like when when Kevin Owens made his debut, he had it. He had the NXT title, and it elevated him. Him and NXT. He yeah. came out as a champion from another brand and took out the guy um, and was like, I don't want the US title because I'm the NXT champion. Right. It made a statement and I'm sure it got people who don't normally watch NXT to be like, oh, I might check that 100%. out. 100%. I think having them there, not ignoring their past, mm-hmm. having them as the champions on Raw, um, it also, I mean, I, do you assume this is a permanent
3: call up? We've had so many call ups that haven't been call yeah. ups that are call ups. We had name changes. But I'm I mean, I'm happy with like are they going to their names that, like Doc and Tez? <laughs> what could would they be? The yeah. prophets. <laughs> um,
2: but I'm happy with like. Uh, NXT like tag champions going to Raw or
3: SmackDown for a few weeks. I love like when DIY came kind of when, thing. When, when DIY f- showed up and they were winning, they were yeah. beating other teams. It was like, wow, the NXT champions are beating the tag teams here. Then but it just different. made no sense, in NXT storyline. This, this still, this still keeps it
2: making sense. They're playing the same. They're not suddenly heels. They're they're doing the same gimmick right. they do on NXT TV yeah. with the title. free smoke, free smoke. I just Who want the smoke. I just don't want to see them vacate it. No.
3: <laughs> Can we just have champions? Yeah. Let's keep tag champions in NXT. Yeah. Stop taking
2: our champions. And it's like,
3: I see them on Raw and I go, oh, I just started really liking these guys. <laughs> I was watching Raw and you were coming. I, I was about to leave and you were coming home and you were like, oh, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm watching Raw. And you're like, oh, is it? I heard it's good. Is it any good? And I'm like, yeah. And then the Street Profits happened. I was like, I messaged you for fuck's sake. Because <laughs> I'm like, they're just poaching us. Mm. Vince is like, hey, wait a second. Those guys are, pr- that was pretty good. Hmm. Be a shame if you got <laughs> called up. It's like you don't want to get called up. Yeah. I, if you were in NXT and you're making okay money, say, and you're happy and you're killing it, like Roderick Strong, right? Roderick Strong got signed to WWE, and he's probably like, "Fuck, I finally fucking got this." And they're like, "Hey, you're going to be used to like put over town." He was like in that limbo stage mm-hmm. for quite a while until he found his feet footing. And I'm wondering if he's like, "Can I just?" state like, if i'm making money and i'm killing it yeah can i just stay? i mean it? i think that's why i think undisputed should stay
2: together for a long time i think together they'll work on the main roster but i think if you're someone like roddy on your own <clears throat> i mean i'm sure the money's nice but the travel
3: and well, all that this, as well this is where i'm gonna get to next because up next is the adam cole celebrations <laughs> week two uh this is my favorite thing in wrestling this week. <laughs> this gave me goosebumps watching this because Adam Cole, if you ask me, in like a year, maybe two, when people are like AEW and WWE, Adam Cole is the guy that will make people want to watch WWE. Like, he's the problem AEW will have. Yeah. Adam Cole used to be with the Young Bucks. He's got that, like, same funny mentality. He's got everything. Mm. Adam Cole is going to be the guy that helps WWE maybe fight that battle because he is so good. He made me... I, I, my favorite wrestler growing up was Edge because he I loved him, but he made me hate him. Yeah. Even though you love him, you're like, what an asshole. Like, you're a dick. This segment made me go, you're an asshole. <laughs> it made me want Gargano's kind of Pizza as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we, yeah. Okay. So Adam Cole last week... Uh, was like, hey, Roddy, got that, put that order in. I'm, I'm, you got the ad, hey, driver, you got the address? All right, cool. And he showed up to Garganos, and we were like, is that his family's pizza chain? We have learned now. It was, in fact, it is, in fact, Garganos, subs, coffee, donuts, the whole shebang here in, is it Cleveland? Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland, Ohio. Why did we go to Sparrow? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah we, were in Cleveland. yeah, we were in Cleveland for that one, Sparrow. <laughs> when I'm in New York, I love a good New York slice, Sparrow. Uh, so Adam Cole is now inside Gargano's family's pizza joint. And he walks up to the counter, and it's Frank Gargano. It is Johnny Gargano's dad. And he goes, hey, Frank, nice to meet you. And Frank looks up, and he knows who he is. Hmm. And he's wearing an NXT shirt. It also looked like an NXT shirt that the guys outside the arena are something. <laughs> <after. laughs> no, it's like, like those crappy... Five defined. bucks, five bucks. <laughs> it's like those ones that kids always wear. Yeah. And Frank Gargano is shocked. He knows who Adam Cole is, obviously. And he's he says, I'm here to, to pick up an order. I'm here for those four pizzas I ordered. Gargano's like, yeah. And I believe it's like, I don't know, maybe Johnny's mom or someone is there. And they're like, yeah. So they go to, to the back to go get the pizzas that were made. And as they're doing that, Adam Cole walks over in the in this restaurant, in this pizzeria. There's a wall of fame. And, of course, on it is a picture framed of Johnny Gargano with the NXT title. There's a picture of Candice LeRae, NXT shot. Adam Cole, right beside Johnny's picture on the wall, puts up his own picture of Adam Cole himself signed with the NXT title and walks back over. And as he does, Frank Gargano brings out four pizzas. Hopefully not just for Adam, or else, you know, that's a lot of pizza. He's bulking up. Maybe it's one pizza for each member of... Under- oh, no, <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> but that first shot, you're like, damn, Adam, oh, that's a lot of pizza. <laughs> uh, he says, hey, thank you very much, Frank Gargano. It was good to see you. These pizzas, they're for a lot of hungry wrestlers. He says, by the way, I love the wall of fame you got over there. And Frank Gargano looks, and he's he's disgusted. He's... Oh. And Adam Cole just walks out, and my notes say, What a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> this was funny. I, I, I hated this man. I was like, You're an asshole, man. How could you do it's that? Dick move. Like, obviously, like, also, we're, we were discussing how we loved Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole in New York. Mm. Uh, possibly still my match of the year, the two out of three falls in New York City. But then they set up the feud for Takeover Twenty Five over the fact that it was about a fall. Yeah, the first fall. If you ask me, you should have done this before that, and it would have made the story way well, more. That's ending. what I said last week. Yeah,
2: because he's the champion now. Yeah. Why is he goading Johnny Gargano? Because he's an asshole. <laughs> as a heel, as a heel, you shouldn't be wanting to right. To face... Like, the fact Gargano's how, beat him in one, That's how big of a dick this guy is. Yeah. It doesn't quite work for me. I think it's funny. Yeah. But, logically, it's it's not really the Adam Cole we know. Sure. For sure. When he's chasing something, yeah, yeah poke the bear, poke the bear he's, until... You he's finally a Yeah,
3: alright, you pissed me off, I'll put my title on the line, because right. I'll beat your ass. So... Because this is like... In the NXT Target, the video for TakeOver 25, mm-hmm. which was... Way well done, so well done. It had Gargano throwing the first pitch at the Cleveland game, mm-hmm. Indians game, him going to his family pizzeria, and that's why Adam Cole is doing these things. Sure. In that Target video, Gargano also goes to the wrestling school yep. he was trained at. Adam Cole now takes those four pizzas and he brings them to this wrestling school, and he basically walks in, and all these wrestlers wanting to be, you know, all these creator wrestlers are <laughs> chilling here, all these younglings, they're chilling. Adam Cole says, uh, hey, I know Johnny Gargano. He, he came here and he, he talked about how you can, you can make it. Just keep believing in yourself. Believe in your dreams and you can do anything you want. In fact, if you believe one day, even you could become NXT champion. But I'm here to tell you, he's full of crap. <laughs> he's wrong. He got lucky. And let me tell you, Anyone can get lucky once. He's true about that, by the way. Anyone can hmm. get lucky once. Everybody You've been lucky looking. a few times, you? eh? <laughs> Just <laughs> yesterday. Uh, he says, <laughs> "He says, look at you, look at you guys. Don't kid yourself. Just take these pizzas. Take a pizza. Go home and sit on your couch and give up because I'm NXT champion. You, none of you, you'll never." Be NXT champion. So get out of this school. Get out of this city. And find yourself a new hero. And he walks off. And all these indie wrestler wannabes are like mad and upset. Mm. Like, oh. Adam Cole. Biggest dick in wrestling. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. Adam Cole is going to be WWE champion. He's going to be the biggest fucking asshole in WWE. If you're letting him do this now, just wait. Because they're already moving away from this PG thing. Yeah, Trust me. He's, he's on a roll. Or
2: is he, like, J.K. Simmonsing them from Whiplash? Wh- so then he's going to, like, like he, he, keep he, he saying, you're shit, love. you're yeah, shit. It's tough love, yeah. You're dragging, you're dragging, you're dragging. <laughs> you're dragging. And then they'll be, like, the greatest wrestler, yeah. and he'll have, like, a huge Undisputed Era. <laughs> of like, the Cleveland branch. like, the- Johnny Gargano didn't make you this, I made you this. <laughs> That's how big of a dick he yeah. is. I would uh, say though, he spent a lot of money to prove this point. Flying from, yeah. flying from Download to
3: Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. And then like, cause he doesn't need to be in Cleveland. No, he did he not need lives to He was in be. Florida. In, in fact, Detroit. in fact, he wasn't even, because Roderick Strong has a match later, he's in the main event tonight. He's not there because he was in Cleveland. Yeah. Like, it's, it's sticking to the game, babe. and there's definitely direct
2: flights, like UK to Florida. See, there aren't direct flights UK to Cleveland. Well, he's on his private
3: jet. Remember, he was on his private show. Just a waste, isn't it? (laughs) That's how much I love this character. I'm telling you, this is why I got into, I got into wrestling because of comic books. Yeah. And I got into comic books because of bad guys. Mm. The Joker. The Joker was the first character I got into because he's just crazy. He's an asshole. Adam Cole is the greatest. Uh, Who's, MJF is being considered the biggest dick right now because of the shit he was saying. Mm. But like, character wise and everything. Adam Cole, man. He is yep. killing it. He is killing it. I loved this. Go watch Adam Cole be an asshole to Johnny's dad. It's so funny. I can't... I I want to see more of this. There might be more. Also, we were talking about how maybe we wanted Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole. Mm. I'm kind of okay with the third now. Well, then they're, they're clearly not going that
2: way. Yes, they um, not. Like, they're clearly... They're building up uh, Gargano and Cole. I actually... I saw something the other day about them wanting to keep Riddle... In NXT for a long time. They want sure. him to be a star in NXT. Do it. Um, they don't know how he'll be on the main roster, but they, they plan to keep him there a long time. Cool. And therefore, because I think the plan was for him to face Cole. Sure. I think that's why he did get that pinfall over him right. a month or so ago. Okay. Um, but they're like, they don't want to rush. Sure. Because once once you're in that title picture, it's kind of. You're there? I mean, that's what the North American title is there for. It, sure. is, it is what the IC title used to be. It's that stepping stone. It keeps people
3: occupied whilst they're not in the main thing. And I really like that. I, I'll tell you, I really liked Adam Cole being a dick here. I, I I think this was one of my favorite segments this year. Just so it came out of nowhere for me too. I was like, wait, what? What did the dude's dad? You know, are we getting a third next week? I hope. so. Well, he said it's going to be every week. Okay. He said, I'm going to do this forever because I'm going <laughs> to I'm doing it because I'm, I'm I'm I went on his Twitter after I was just like, you're a dick, man. I love it. So good. Uh, we go to our next segment. It is Kushida. Mm. He comes out. So. Is it me or is entrance changed? With new music, yeah. Okay, cool. It's more... Uh,
2: it's got more room um, to it. Okay. Yeah. Um, As Jesse would say, it slaps a bit
3: harder. It's Does a bop. Yeah. As John Pollock would say. <laughs> it's, it's a bop. A bop. <laughs> um, yeah, I a bit more thumping. So Kushida comes out. He's facing a jobber. They tell Jeff me, Parker. <laughs> no relation to Peter Parker. How do you know? Because this guy's Canadian. Okay. And he's wearing a black ninja headband that dangles. I don't understand what your head wears. Is it not the Night Monkey? <laughs> Spoilers for anyone who's seen <laughs> Spider Man. Can't talk about the Night Monkey. Um, Canadian Jeff Parker is the name of this guy. You can imagine what's about to happen to him. Uh, Kushida basically starts putting every submission hold ever. On this guy, he's putting in arm locks, leg locks, ankle locks. He does this move where Kushida uses his own legs to basically butterfly the guy's arms. It looks mm. crazy. Kushida is a, a a wizard. Actually, Beth Phoenix is uh, getting better, I guess, or someone fed her this line. She says uh, Kushida is like a surgeon because he's yeah he's like because dis- he was he was dissecting different parts of the guy's sure, body. Yeah. I really like that. Um, he does his hip toss into the cartwheel and the low drop kick. And then he does his wind-up baseball punch and then locks in, not the hoverboard lock, mm. but the Sakaraba lock, which they, they said, like, four times in a row. And when they do that, which means that's the name of the move now. Yeah. So, uh, Sakuraba, which is uh, Kazushi Sakuraba, the UFC Hall of Famer. And they say this. Moro says this, of course. Um, it's the same. It's, it's the, said he was a mentor. Yes, yes. And, and I, uh, like, idol to him. So, uh... Canadian Jeff Parker taps out here, um, and Kushida wins, obviously, with the Sakuraba lock. So this is where we were talking about Mia Yim
2: earlier and pushing something a bit much. They're pulling back from the Back to the Future stuff Yes, now. 100%. Um, I think he... I'd like to rewatch his entrance. I think he did still have the countdown. Yes. I wasn't aware of him doing so much of the tapping the watch the and watch. the lights changing. Like, he did the, like the the hands and the lights changed, right. but did he do the turnbuckle pointing to the watch and the like? I don't think he did. So um, maybe they're so like, hey, think,
3: uh we can't do this anymore.
2: You I can't are pulling him. back from it. He still has the,
3: the light preserver.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think it's it's maybe a good thing. It it's something that yeah. instantly people go, Oh this is cool and then it's like, all right, now now let's yeah. get people and I think that could be what they're doing with Mia Yim. I love back. Get in this Wu Tang stuff out and, and then be like, now show.
3: we're gonna pull that back okay, of bit now right. people like you. I hope they do that. Because I love Back to the Future. Mm. I have a fucking Back to the Future tattoo. I love it, but when it's a little over the top for no re- like cool, yeah. I love it, but why? Why? So it it is good that they're kind of pulling it. The hoverboard lock was never a name of a move where I was like, "That's a cool name." Cause it's not. It's not really clever. It's just. Well, they, I think something it should be a surfboard, a hoverboard, a hoverboard. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess. Uh, well, the Sakuraba lock is what we'll call it now, like the Labelle lock, but Sakuraba with mm. the. It's the Kamura, right? essentially. yeah, Yeah, yeah. Cool. So we'll see Kushida. Hopefully a takeover something. He's still beating up jobbers. Um, we go to Kathy Kelly. She is backstage with Tyler Breeze. Tonight he will be facing Roderick Strong. He says that anytime Roderick Strong or any member of Undisputed Era opens their mouth, it's just garbage. They want power. They want championships. And they want to take credit. Well, I've been here from the start. I need to give Roderick a refresher that this is my home. This is NX Breeze. <laughs> I quite like that. <laughs> uh, he says, "Roger Strong, you're old news, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat you." Or he, Roger Strong calls Breeze old news, but he's gonna beat him here tonight. Um, yeah, it was that was it was okay. I like NX Breeze as well. But, yeah. Uh, we get a vignette for Killian Dane. Um, as I like, what did I say last week? He just likes to watch old movies. Like, yeah. Cause he's watching, he's sitting in the dark and he's watching a projector of like car crashes and like, I don't know. I'm going to ass- assume that this is trying to tell us that history repeats itself. Cause that's what okay. he's watching. Like okay. things happening. So he's called back to NXT, but now he's going to do things right. And yeah, uh, I, I guess. Cause I watched UK and Alexander Wolf is, is, is in, he's in a match. Yeah. And. They're pushing him as like a completely kind of new thing. Mm. So they're going to do that with Killeen Dane. I'm excited to see that. He was always fun to watch. He's good. He's yeah. a big, scary guy that does some crazy stuff. Yeah.
2: Um, like I could see Killeen Dane Keith Lee happening, happening sometime down the line. Craig <sighs> lads wrestling. Big lads both wrestling. big, agile guys. Yeah. Uh, I think that could be... Really fun. No, I would um, like that. And I, I hope they don't put him in a team this time. Yeah, I don't I'd think like, so. I'd like to see you him know, they do a bit of a run not. on his own. They'll probably have him kill a few little guys, build up to a Keith Lee. Uh, maybe some of these, uh, these new uh, signings who are in this tournament. Uh, there's... Which is the, the big... There's a big Aussie dude. Right, there, yeah, yeah. Kiwi. Doa, Boa? So, yeah, yeah, I
3: think so, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think... I let's want to see, see the, where it goes. I just, yeah. I mean, he, he was lost with the sanity. So bring him back. He's a talented dude. Definitely. Uh, let's go to our next match. It's the second match in the NXT breakout tournament. So these are all new faces, new guys. They didn't bring up really the, the brackets and they didn't tell us what's happening next, which I, I was like, are you guys just pretending like you're dropping it? But the match is happening. It's Isaiah Scott. Isaiah Swerve Scott. I sorry. I, I think that's probably because they'll they're rejigging really the order yeah, of the I, I think so, so as I well. So. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott. Yeah. Um, he comes out. His music. Is uh like a, a rip of a Jeremiah song. I don't know. It's an artist R and B kind of hip hop. Uh, I was like, oh, I know that song. Oh wait, it's. Uh, I quite liked it. No, it, I like it too. It, catchy. It's, it's the same the, chords. The crowd were able to go swerve, swerve, swerve along with it. Yeah, I did it as well. I've not watched. Uh, what was his name on the? Shane in- Strickland. Yeah, I've not watched him. I've watched him once or twice, but yeah. I've not watched quite a lot of him. Um, He's exciting. The little video. Screen thing where he gets an insert promo. Um, He says, swerve his confidence, and that's my advantage. Because he's so confident in everything that he does. Uh, He is facing Cameron Grimes, formerly known as Trevor Lee. Um, The commentary mentions that he was trained by the Hardy Boys, Mm. which is like trees from North Carolina and all that. But they also say that Matt Hardy was there for his birth. Cause his yeah. dad, his dad was friends with them. It's a whole thing. His dad actually passed away, I believe, this past year. And that's right, yeah. It's a whole thing there. But, uh, very interesting that mm. Hardy, cause the Hardys trained them and they had a whole thing in TNA with, with, uh, Trevor Lee and stuff. But, uh, to be there for his birth, that's just, yeah. just crazy. Yeah. So, uh, cool. Uh, I haven't seen a whole bunch of him.
2: Oh, I love like um, this guy. I know he's very popular. I've yeah. heard a bunch about him. I've not watched much. Um, didn't like his look. Oh, no, his look uh, is like... what He, he looks, still
3: hasn't changed it. He looks like a less handsome Mike Hogan. Yeah, long hair. Long your buddy, hair. Your buddy Mike yeah. Hogan. Yeah. Um, I see. Like, I feel like if I got in a little bit better shape, I'd have... Like, he's. I'm very hairy, and he's a very hairy dude. Yeah, I'm hairy too. Yeah, but... I'm like... I dig that, though. I just... I mean, again, I, I got over his look a long time ago, because I've sure. watched him... Trust me, the first few times watching, I was like, who's this dork? Like, get out of here. And then I watched him. I just
2: think... I know... <clears throat> I know... A, the wrestling is what I love, yeah. first and foremost. Sure. But there is something
3: about WWE, you do need to look like a star. I'll still say, Kevin Owens does not look like a, a superstar to me. Every time I watch yeah. him, even with his new shit sleeve, I, I'm like, yeah, you don't look like a yeah. wrestler to me. But I guess it doesn't matter in, in 2019. Mm-hmm. I, let the wrestling do its speaking for itself, yeah. I guess. Um, Cameron Grimes and Isaiah Scott. But Cameron Grimes, in his little uh, video thing, he says that... I'm only 25 years old, and I can tell you that I am the best wrestler in the world. Uh, the commentary says, he's grimy and he's gritty. Cameron Grimes. I also Googled Cameron Grimes, and there's an actor. Uh, there's a female yeah. Cameron like C-A-R-in Cameron Grimes. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so there's two Cameron Grimes in this world. Just in case you, anyone Googles, there is a different Cameron Grimes. Um, so this match starts off... And Beth Phoenix mentions that she was talking to Isaiah Scott, and that Isaiah said that Edge was his favorite wrestler. And then the rest of the comment, Nigel and Mario start teasing her about it. They're like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> dropped a few names there, Beth." And she's like, ah, "I don't know." I thought that was really funny. Um, the match starts off, and both of these guys are like kind of on the smaller side, and they're both like cruiserweight kind of things, so they're. Both very athletic and very agile. They're doing like backflips and counter after counter. It's really cool, really impressive. Um, uh, Isaiah Scott hits this really cool, innovative, like head scissor really slick kind of combo thing. It looked really cool. He sets up for like this flying back elbow off the top rope to the back of Cameron Grimes. Um, Grimes finally hits this huge like lariat and it's just this big thud and it looked like it just hurt. They replayed that because it just looked like it hurt so much. I was like, at this point, I was like, oh, I kind of expected more from these guys. And literally, as I said these words out of my mouth to my TV screen, it is like they heard me because then all of a sudden... They kicked it into gear here. Uh, there's a there's like a a, a top rope hurricane rana. There's a, a a thing where Grimes goes to throw him out of the ring, but he does like a kind of a ricochet thing where he goes to fall but lands on his feet like nothing, like a superhero. It's like the the Fosbury flop, but onto the feet. Yeah, he's yeah. just chilling. Uh, but he did after hit the Fosbury oh, flop. That was flop. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He did hit that move right after. Um, there's a a rolling move. where He jumps through the ring rolls on the front, and then jumps and hits a flatliner, but Cameron Grimes kicked out of that. Uh Grimes goes for a backslide, but instead of actually going for the pin, he gets him into position for a power bomb, lifts him up dead weight, and power bombs him with a sit out like Liger but like kind of like Osprey's mm-hmm. been doing. Sit-up power bomb. And I'm talking high angle. Like he smacked him like like a pancake right on the the match there. Again, only a two count. Uh, Grimes hits a Superman punch style forearm, which looks so cool because Roman does the Superman punch and it looks cool, but doing it like a forearm yeah, yeah. is really cool. Keep this move. He's, he, he's, used it for quite a long time. So I know he will, but I imagine like someone sees it goes, no, 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 you can't do the Superman. That's yeah, Roman's dude. So I hopefully he keeps it because it looks cool. Um, Shane Strickland hits this crazy, Some of these moves, they're clearly, like, inventing. Because it's like a Shining Wizard where he gets Grimes on his one knee and jumps off and hits, like, this, like, side kick to the... Like, a heel kick to the back of the head. It looked amazing. This is then when he hits the Flosbury Flop. uh, Great Scott by Morrow, because his name is... uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, There's a Roundhouse Kick by Cameron Grimes. He eats a knee strike, but it's not enough. They run each other at the ropes, and Cameron Grimes hits a Spanish Fly... Which then he sets up for it was it was like a crossbody Spanish fly a fall-away slam yeah kind of Spanish fly it was like this, a way safer it was kind of the spot where where the
2: two guys are going and go for a crossbody yeah. and normally they just crash yeah. and fall yeah but he
3: turned they did that and then he flipped Looked it cool. it was cool uh, he he does it off the top rope and it's very impressive uh, but then this is where uh, Trevor Lee Cameron Grimes. The move I would say he really invented, but if you watch any wrestling in the past two or three years, uh, or play WWE 2K, as we learned, every wrestler has this move. It's Kawhi Leonard's move. Yeah, we downloaded, we downloaded Kawhi Leonard, uh, Kawhi the fourth, (laughs) uh, and he has this. It's the stomp, but not the Seth Rollins stomp. It's the stomp where you're running towards the guy standing and he gets so much height. And basically he does it the best. Yeah. Still. It's his finish here. Alistair Black and Kofi do it a lot. Yeah. Finn Balor. Yep. All these guys do it. But Trevor Lee, uh, I know when Kofi did it like the first time, like maybe two years ago, he credited Trevor Lee. Because nice. he saw Trevor That's Lee cool. do it, and he went on Twitter and said, Hey, by the way, I totally stole this. He's trophy. a good guy, that Kofi. Yes, he is. Um good WWE champion, Kofi. Yeah, Austin. I'm enjoying this run. Um the stomp. From Cameron Grimes, he, white man can jump <laughs> if you're from North Carolina. He hits this and pins Strickland and Cameron Grimes advances in the NXT breakout tournament. Um, the first few minutes of this match, I was like, why are you doing slow headlocks and mm. things? You both are small and fast and quick. And then, like I said, it's like they turned it on and they, and they hit it. So, uh, I would say I was a little underwhelmed by Isaiah Scott. He looked a little, Not as polished, maybe, as I'd like. Oh, I really like his strikes. I think his strikes look different and snug. Like I said, he's got innovative moves, but some of the moves that, like, just didn't look as... Like I said, he did a move that reminded me of Ricochet. Mm. It reminded me of Ricochet, but it wasn't as smooth as Ricochet. But... He's got time and improvement to, to make it. I her. was surprised. I thought uh he was the guy I
2: wanted to go over. Sure, yeah. yes. Um so I was a bit surprised. He he kind of impressed me a bit more than Ryan. Than um, I thought both of them were great. I I, just... I would have sacrificed one of the Jobber matches on this show. As I said, I want not just them in a in the corner cutting a promo. Yeah. I want to know about them. Yeah. I, I, I want to want them know about, about, about their them. background,
3: the style they I train. I think it's because they, they filmed them talking more but they're gonna insert it further down the thing which sucks for the guys who are only in one yeah, match yeah I
2: think it I think all these guys
3: should have it cause yeah.
2: like going to the like Cameron Grimes going back to the Hardy compound and yeah. Interviewing Matt and Jeff, what it was like training him. Do you know what I mean? Just- he
3: was in the in the remember like the Hardys thing. Right. He was involved yeah. in that. Yeah, there was <laughs> Trevor Lee is with his his former partner from PWG, Andrew Everett. Hmm. They were the the, the North Cam- the Cameron guys, and they were in that thing with the Hardys where they're, they get on the back of the pickup truck and they're fighting. The, it's fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. But also. Uh,
2: swerve uh isaiah scott shane strickland he's uh he's been with evolve for right so long which is you know it's kind of wwe now they've got a show on the network coming up i'm sure wwe would have been able to get evolve footage no problem
3: sure yeah yeah that's true that's true um i i still thought this was pretty i enjoyed the match yeah yeah. i'm 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 happy that trevor lee advances because i'm I'm so high on him. I think he's fantastic. Um, so we'll see more of the tournament tournament down uh, the line. We next go to Bianca Belair. And we're talking about people from TNA. Uh, her opponent is uh, Diovante. They call her Zanika. But it's uh, a former another Impact uh, wrestler here. Zanika. She starts off the match by pie-facing Bianca Belair. Oh, damn. Now, me and you... We watch like NXT every week. I don't know if Zanika does, but she should have done her research. You shouldn't have done that to Bianca Belair. Out of all the people to do that to, yeah. she is not the one to do. She... Earrings <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. She <laughs> gets pie-faced and Bianca's like, huh. Forearms <laughs> her, then takes the earrings out and Maro's like, oh shit, the earrings are out. What's funny is I haven't seen that done for a while and then it happened
2: twice this week. Uh, Carmella... Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Took her earrings off for one match. Like, <laughs> And it's like it's the gloves off thing for the yeah, women, isn't yeah, it? All yeah. like, right, like these big hoops are coming out.
3: Have you ever seen that though in a fight? In oh your yeah, life? It's yeah, funny. it's great. Okay. <laughs> you're in a bar and you see girls taking the hoops out. No, you're like, oh yeah, this is wearing for a scrap. Uh, the earrings are out. She military presses the Diavante here. Now I'm pretty sure Diavante is a little bigger than her, mm. and she lifts her up no problem, and I say no problem because she has her in a military press and starts to squat Crazy. while doing this. I could do that to you. Nah, eh, not in here. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do it to our friend Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> lift her up like Lindsay's <laughs>
2: like four foot three and 50 pounds. I think, I think, I literally know. I think my <laughs>
3: grandma could military press <laughs> Lindsay while squatting. Uh... <laughs> She beats the fuck out of her, essentially. Uh, she goes for, uh, sorry, Diavante Zanika here, finally gets an offense, goes for a, a Hurricane Rana, but it's instantly countered. Bianca then powerbombs her, but like Brock Lesnar used to do, lifts her up mm. from the powerbomb, does it again, goes for a third one, but instead hits it like a snake eyes kind of thing, like throwing her face first into the turnbuckle, then picks her up effortlessly into the torture rack, then hits the KOD, and pins her aggressively. She never needed you at all, and wins here. Bianca Belair looking really strong. If I was a casual viewer, I would think Bianca Belair is the one going for the women's title. Yeah, you said that earlier. I I don't know why this match was on this week. Yeah,
2: uh, we we had five matches this week, which is a lot for an hour show. Yes. Um, and and I'm coming back Um, yeah, I, yeah. I thought this
3: this wasn't necessary, especially when you're trying to heat up Mia. If you um, ask me, this looks like, uh, this looks like Bianca is like leaving. <laughs> like Bianca's Maybe going to get called up. Yeah, maybe. Because what is there for her to do? She had two matches now against, uh, Shayna. Like two title matches, essentially. And, and she's not won. And now it's like, do you just take her to the main roster? Yeah. I, I don't know. If Tez is on the main roster then you might want to maybe know, bring that up and start... They love couples now in the I WWE. They do, yeah. They love couples. Oh, when's the next Mixed Match Challenge coming up? Ugh, uh, isn't that Extreme Rules? <laughs> true, true. They're true. really... They're like, have you seen today? They're doing a two-for-one ticket oh, yeah, for, for Extreme Rules. Do you want to know why? Because look at that card. I'm sorry. That is not something I'm excited It's Undertaker to. and Roman Reigns. The new Mega Powers. Fuck, like, really? Like, you're... But it, I mean, that... Uh,
2: it's it's Philly. Philly's a wrestling crowd I guess. as well, which they should be selling
3: that out. They should, but sorry, uh, Baron Corbin, the two Applebee's waiters. Yeah, <laughs> Baron Corbin and <laughs> how good's that tweet? <laughs> Baron Corbin and uh, Lacey I, Evans. Yeah, Lacey Evans. That's how much I care. I don't yeah. even remember her name. Uh, they're not good. They look like yeah. waiters. They, they do. They're, they're sorry. That's not for me. I'm just, yeah. like it's just not for me. I guess uh, I'm more interested in Undertaker and Roman because that's good. <laughs> What the fuck's going to happen there?
2: You
0: yeah. can't
3: go. What are you, you going to do? Well, yeah. He'll chug Sam Shane and Shane will jump high. I guess don't know. so. Uh, someone else who's really looking forward to watching that Undertaker match. <laughs> Matt Riddle. We get a little like video package here. Bro, uh, you started walking around the house doing the Matt Riddle walk. Guess what? I started doing it like, yeah. all the time. <laughs> I walk in the house doing the... <laughs> doing the Matt Riddle strut, I'm like fuck. <laughs> I'm doing it all the time now. Probably looks so stupid, but it's great. Matt Riddle is in some gym somewhere, and he's talking about how you know he he always wanted to fight and be a fighter. He was always interested in that kind of thing, and his parents always said to him, "You're too pretty. You, you're gonna get beat up." <laughs> he says, "Well, I don't care." And. Uh, it's him, like, beating the fuck out of a punching bag. It's him German suplexing, like, dead-weighted body bag things. It's it's pretty cool. Um, him doing, like, suplexes in the gym here. Really cool cuts here. He says that uh, he started going to the gym and learning how to fight. He was really into, like, the, the MMA, the Muay Thai, the BJJ, all that kind of stuff. And he said within six months, he was in the UFC. And he says, well, now I've made it to WWE. That was my goal, and I've made every goal I've set, I keep making. And I'm here. And now that I'm here, I won't stop. Mm. And I love, I love this. Uh, It's kind of very simple. Yeah. Kind of leaves it open. What I, I liked,
2: um, just him being out of breath in this interview as well, like sure. having works out. It yeah. just, it didn't feel
3: like scripted promo. It just right. felt like. The first, you always say you, you hate the fake Matt Riddle thing that they're doing. Yeah. You want like a, like you yeah. want the character, not the shitty this whatever is, this yeah. is. This is the first is time cool. you get this. Um, for my birthday, I want one of those body bag things. Oh, can we get one? Yeah. Get one that looks like
2: Once Kylie. we can, once we can go in the garden. <laughs> Just suplex that fucker around. I'll get you one with Kyrie's
3: face. No, I don't want to suplex Kyrie. Actually, I don't want to do that. Who knows what you'll do with that thing. Um, (laughs) So so Matt Riddle, one last thing, because this was cool. And we're we're probably going to see more of these things. Matt Riddle doesn't have an opponent for TakeOver. Mm. Matt Riddle loves to talk shit on Twitter to wrestlers. Yeah. That's what I've learned. Matt Riddle started tweeting to Walter. Mm Mm-hmm. Matt Riddle doesn't have an opponent for Toronto. Walter doesn't have an opponent for Toronto. Take do you not think this is the UK match? Take my fucking money, please. Take my money. That sounds insane. Walter and Matt Riddle? I don't think we'll have it. I don't think so either. I think but it could be UK. If that's selling bad. Ooh, put Matt Riddle on the UK thing yeah. just to yeah, fucking do it? it. Yeah. Matt that sounds crazy. UK main event? They have fought on the Indies before. They have. Uh, if they fight here in WWE, I think a lot of people like me and you, who are like, this kind of crowd, this fan, would like to well, see who, that match. Like, Walt has already faced um,
2: Dunn. Everyone. Um, and Devlin and yeah. Banks. And Bates is nowhere near as hot as he used to no. be. Um, I think that's how you could... I don't know if a card's been announced for that. No, I, I don't read ahead. Um, but yeah, I think it could be... I'm just be, saying, I want to watch that match. That
3: could be... And I wanna see it here because I'm going to that show. So And they, they'll build it up on
2: NXT regular TV as well to get more eyes on Sure. I can see that
3: happening. Matt Riddle's good at using the Twitter. Yeah. Sometimes you can use Twitter to kind of preset things. Even yeah. like say this is the actual card and they know it's happening. Set little things that kind of heat yeah, sure. it up because now we're so invested. Because in I don't I'm pretty sure we can think about what the card's gonna be. I don't know if there's room yeah. for True. a Matt Riddle match. True. Uh, let's go to the next match. The main event of tonight's NXT. Roderick Strong versus Tyler Breeze. Now, Tyler Breeze is back in NXT, and I'm already over it. I'm already done with Tyler Breeze. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say. Does that hurt people's feelings? I have a feeling people agree with me. Uh, Breeze starts off here with like this counter for counter and then a swinging neck breaker. Um, he starts beating on Roderick Strong. He throws Roderick to the outside. There was a he he dodges the wrecking ball uh, outside kick from Roddy that he does, where he swings through the ropes to the outside. He ducks that. Starts beating on him. Now he throws Roddy into the steps. Now there's a really cool spot here, maybe the spot of the, the match. He's like climbing the steel steps, uh, breezes, and Roddy seems to like slip, mm. and it's like you think it's like a botch because he looks over and the, the people in the front row there. Are like kind of laughing at Roddy because it looks like he slipped off the steps. And Breeze is on the steps, and he like looks and he kind of like does a chuckle, like "Ha, you you fucked up, you slipped." No, it was a it was a planned spot. Roddy then sweeps the leg under the steps, catches him for like his backbreaker, but instead throws him back first into the steps. This looked like it hurt. Holy shit! Morrow's like, oh my god, because yeah, Morrow's like, I don't know how that didn't pierce. His skin and I was thinking the exact same thing the mm-hmm. way his back and the angle on the, the the corner of the steel steps like yeah this shit's fake but like dude was just thrown yeah there's no faking that like no, no. he was thrown right onto it looks like it hurts in fact there was no bl- blood but his there was a there was a mark on his back so breeze taking these bumps here in NXT uh, Roddy then then hits another one like right away on the like guardrail and Clearly being a lot softer because he's like, oh fuck, you probably hurt, so I'm gonna do a little softer on here. Uh, rolls him into the ring and starts working on him. Uh, I couldn't believe his back was not bleeding. Um, Roddy then locks in this like surfboard type. They call it like a Romero thing. But he's got his legs locked and then pulling on him. Looks really cool there. Um, Breeze fights back, hits an Enzigiri. There's like a there's like a Superman forearm kind of move off the apron to the outside. There's like a one-armed backstabber from Breeze, only a two-count. Roddy hits superplex off the top rope, only a two-count. Why do people always hit superplexes when you know you'll never pin them with it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I never understood
2: how uh, you would kick out of a superplex, but then get pinned by the AA. Oh, yeah. (laughs)
3: Yeah. yeah, That's just (laughs) kayfabe. So, the supermodel kick, but it was kind of a botch, like a messy supermodel kick, mm. like Heidi Klum would not like this supermodel kick, kick in my opinion. Uh, Breeze then picks him up and goes for the unprettier, but it's blocked. And as it's blocked, undisputed era, they run down to the ringside, they do a distraction. Um, Breeze then hits a supermodel kick on Fish, I believe, but he's distracted. He turns around, Roderick Strong hits an ends it Geary, to the back of the head and hits him. With the end of heartache One of my favourite moves Oh yeah for sure That's one of my favourite finishers And pins Tyler Breeze um, Yeah I, I didn't really care for this too, too okay, much Okay this
2: is where I am I thought, I thought Breeze looked good Like there's sure. nothing wrong with him Yeah But I think you notice Like he had a good match here You notice NXT's moved on Since he was there Yeah um, something that carried him so much in NXT before was his character. Yep. And being being a heel. Yeah. Being a heel with that character. A goofy. Now he's Zoolander, yeah. An older baby face. He sort of has that character but doesn't. It's no. very watered down, yeah. so you don't know who he is. He he failed on the main roster. They I don't see why you'd bring him back down to just keep losing. Mm-hmm. I think if you want to if you want someone to eventually beat him, you need him to have wins. So whoever you're gonna get that. Sure.
3: But you need to change his character. Well, I'll tell you right now, if Tyler Breeze beat Roder Strong, I'd be very mad.
1: <laughs> no, so would I. So would
2: I. But think think there was there was a, a time when Jericho kept coming back. Sure. And he'd just come back and lose everything. Yes. And then his last run, they were like, No, he's gonna start getting wins. He's gonna have a was it US title run. He's right you got to build him to you've make him... You've got to him build him up yeah. for then, when someone eventually beats it's him, big. which they were building up for the Kevin Owens split mm-hmm. and all that, it means more. Right. Um I think here you've brought him down and he's lost three, three,
3: three matches he's had, four. Sure. Um, he just hasn't... Look, it's like things have moved on. Yeah. You know, things should stay in the past. Yeah. We keep going back to him. It's like you keep going back to your ex and it's like, uh... You're i losing flair here. I don't know. I don't mind for a for a few weeks him being back. Exactly, but something needs to change. Yeah, like I can't keep. It's, you can't. You can't keep him here because this is. It's just. It's still like as soon as they're like, this is the main event tonight. I was like, oh okay. Cool. I feel sorry for him though. I'm sure he sure. feels lost. It's like, where it's do true. I go
2: from here? Of course, there's nothing um, against him.
3: i was a huge fan of him. Yeah, I'm I'm just, like, I think people are. I think people do like him. Just, I think you go. Every, it's too bad. Everything's moved on. If I was if I was them, I would have kept him as a smack. I would have kept him on SmackDown and pushed the model thing. I think it still would have. I think maybe not exactly, but I'm telling you, like the selfie thing, mm. the selfie stick thing, it could have been a whole a whole thing, but it mm. just kind of isn't. I don't know. Tyler Breeze to AEW confirmed. <laughs> right? Isn't that what happens? So that is the episode of NXT. From July 3rd. Uh, but big win for Roddy, who we good. don't always see. Good. Like, he's know,
2: starting to get these win. I think he got the pinfall in the tag he did. the other week. Uh, they're clearly heating him up for something. They mention North American title. They're like, well, Adam Cole's got the... The
3: prophecy, baby. Yeah. It's the prophecy. The Undisputed Era prophecy. I'm telling you, Roderick Strong is going to win the North American title in Toronto. Okay. SummerSlam weekend. I'm telling you. I'm t- You'd lose your shit. am like th- your favorite oh, guy. I've been following him for years and I will go mad. And... I don't even care if he doesn't win. The fa- he delivers, man. He know like, that Matt Riddle-Rodder-Strong match. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, like, he delivers, I'm telling you. Uh, so I guess we should go to feedback. Let's do some feedback. Let's go for it.
2: Okay, feedback. We have Ari from Montreal. Long time been a while.
3: Long time been a
2: while. <laughs> Over one okay episode. I won't go through every match, but I was underwhelmed with the breakout tournament match, as, like Brayden, I thought this could have been the final Other than that, in an alternative uh, booking universe, would you guys see Bobby Fish as a pirate?
3: Yo, he does look like a pirate. (laughs) Yo, yo, you're not wrong, dude. He actually looks like a pirate, but, like, let's not go down that route.
2: I don't know. He just looks like a pirate. His last name is Fish (laughs) and could have his finisher named Davy Jones Locker. (laughs) So, would you guys think O'Reilly would be better off going for the North American title just to change things up? I know it won't happen, but I can wish it. Can't wait to... Uh, watch Almus and Gargano
3: with you all in the six. Hey, yes, Ari. Yes, Ari's coming to the, to watch Almus versus Gargano watch along. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Fish is a pirate. You heard it here first. Anyone good at Photoshop? <laughs> you don't need it. He's always like this. <laughs> Just an eye patch. <laughs> He's already closing his one eye all the time. <laughs> True. He always closes one eye and goes Just Arr. a hook there a para. <laughs> I swear his gear used to have fish and hooks it, on it. It yeah. was, <laughs> uh, it was fish, but like the skeleton of a yeah, fish. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Pirate Bobby Fish. We go to Mystery. Not going to lie, I did not care about this episode. Everything felt underwhelming, and it seems like all but inevitable Mia is getting the next title shot against Shayna. Uh, And I cannot say I'm even remotely excited for that, especially especially since they did her no favors when she struggled to put away Aaliyah. I'm going to make a really bold statement here and say that unless the Yim Baszler stuff heats up really quickly, it's going to be one of Shayna's least interesting title defenses since joining NXT. Even the breakout tournament stuff wasn't very notable. Honestly, this is probably an unpopular opinion, but NXT has been kind of weak the past few weeks, with some bright spots few and far between. I wouldn't
2: disagree. I think we've we've yeah. been similar. I think uh, last week yeah. had a hot angle at the end of it, but yeah. since yeah, since Takeover twenty five, it has struggled to hit that next gear. Yeah. I think uh, we still have about a month, I think, till it's true. Takeover. Yep. So we can to see. We have Eva from the Forest City. So, with no Shayna, Queen of NXT, to carry the show, how did it fare? I think decent is the right word. I was underwhelmed with the Mia Yim match, though I chalked that up to Aaliyah not being charismatic and somewhat green. I also didn't buy her challenging Shayna from the announce table's desk. It came off a bit wooden. Yeah, forced. Uh, Kushida vs. Kung Fu Jobber was an okay squash. I loved everything about Scott versus Grimes. I had seen Scott before in Season 1 of Lucha Underground. Never had seen Grimes, but colour me impressed. I especially loved his finishing mid-air stomp. Just short of Garza Wild, but still mint. Mm -hmm. Bianca Belair is like a female Cesaro, with her strength. This may be an unpopular opinion, but that braid needs to go. It takes me out of her matches. It was a good one-off, but she needs to let it go. Did she
3: even use the braid?
2: She didn't this week. Oh, good. Um, Main event, strong breeze, had good chemistry. Alright match with Stella, as always, backbreaker from strong. Question... It's looking like Yim Basler in the 6th and despite the underwhelming nature of the feud so far my gut is telling me Shayna drops the belt to get the call cool up removing horsewomen from the equation when should Shayna be called up and who should she feud with first Great show as always on your end Brayden and Davey hashtag Farley for G1 <laughs> You're with my girlfriend there Yeah she likes Farley Well she just likes the name She's like Bad luck Farley That is ridiculous I want him um uh, who do you see her feuding with first? Where? In the main av- In the main roster. <sighs> They'd probably have her just kill Sonya Deville.
3: Who's like <laughs> the MMA. No, they won't have her kill. They're big on them, I think. Yeah. Her and Mandy. Yeah. Um I don't know. I don't want her to lose to me if the- I I need to see this progress. I- I'd like it, 'cause I would like because i do not want to see. I think Shayna needs a big I'm getting a I'm becoming a Shayna fan, finally. Oh yeah, so, I am. So like Um
2: I think I- she just needs steamroll through everyone. once, so once she gets there, just like very quickly get the
3: title on her and have her hold it a long time yeah let's go to Charbel the master of Sushi Garoshi long time not first time quick feedback Regal go to sleep man I was afraid he was about to sleep while walking. talking on the mic they need a new GM he was a bit quiet this week I was yeah. like man what are you doing but I also, he's we also so know, good. he works for a load of nutters
2: in there he's just <laughs> he looked do you remember that show when he just looked stressed yeah, so, yeah. Like, everyone he always
3: was, looks stressed like, oh. I wonder if he actually does things other than just being the on-screen guy. He he, must. He's like a talent yeah, scout, he must, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, I, I did think he was quiet, but that's just him. Uh, he continues, who the fuck is the smaller version of Killian Dane? Did you guys create him 2K9 and the Blue Fairy granted his wish to become a real human? He's talking about Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. He says, sorry guys, it was real shit. Hmm. Uh, what a great reintroducing Bianca. I'm sorry, but people can say what they want about the fact that she is ready or not. But for me, she is miles away in front of Mia Yim and other female roster talent. Uh, I love Roderick Strong so much. Every time I see him on the TV, he always reminds me of how awesome he is. He is very underrated. I'm so sorry, Bray. Please don't ban me. But the Kush doesn't do it for me. He is just meh. He's talking about Kushida, not actually Kush. Uh... He's just meh. Why is he wrestling one minute matches if he's awesome? They made, they made him look with the signing vignette. Well, I think they don't have a proper feud in place for him yet, but they want to keep him, keep him in front, keep him remembered by people. I never watched anything but WWE and I just saw the card for the Evolve show and I don't even know half of the wrestlers there. Should I give it a shot well, that, anyways? That's the idea of it. Yes. It's, it's to get you to 100%. see these
2: unknowns, uh, mixed in with a few guys you see weekly on NXT and 205. The
3: NXT title's on the line in yeah. the main event. It is Adam Cole versus Akira Tozawa. Nice. Uh, again, I don't know half the names of that card. I do mo- know most of them and we will be doing a live review after uh we'll be doing a a show for that while john and wade do a show for the aew show uh we don't care about gun it's the saturday night wars (laughs) it's the saturday night podcast with our brand split (laughs) we're going head to head Uh, we will be covering it because there is a bunch of nxt guys on that show so we figured we better do a show so we will be doing an up next for the evolve uh, celebration. Ship. I want to quickly go back to the Shayna Mia thing with a sure. prediction. I yeah. think Shayna does win.
2: Okay. Uh, I think they're going to really heat up this feud, uh, EO and Candice. Candice. Eventually, the title will go to one of them, and that will be the title picture going th- forward for okay. a few months. Okay. I can see that. Uh, we have uh, Picture Pan. This comes as no surprise, but William Regal is the best. What a. That's what I love about this. Everyone has different opinions. Yeah, yeah. Not sure if you caught it, but when the Forgotten Ones confronted him in his office, Regal carefully placed his left hand in a particular location. It was almost out of frame, but not quite. Ooh, was it to his brass knucks? Yeah. I bet it was. I bet it was because he's like, yeah, you want to go? NXT uh, seems a bit derailed, and I wonder if that is because of the random call-ups McMahon is doing without letting the NXT writers time to set up the departures. Right. Kushida has always been a favourite of mine in New Japan, but in NXT I have to wonder what his real purpose can be on a WWE show. He seems like another great wrestler destined for the desert of 205 Live. Oh. And speaking of call-ups, is Bianca long for NXT? Since WWE now wants to keep couples together, I expect Mm. she will be gone soon. If indeed, Heyman wants the Street Profits on Raw and has convinced Vince to do it.
3: Ahoy! PJ River, this episode was not exciting. I just thought Bianca's squash was the best squash I've seen in a long time. I wanted Fandango to show up at the end to reform the Fashion Police, and the Adams Cole segment was really good. Ah, sometimes you get what you wish for, my friend. Uh, Johnny Skull, I definitely feel like
2: Angelo Dawkins and Aaliyah are the ones that had been lingering around NXT the longest. It's like football at school when there is the two left that no one wants on their side. So now with Dawkins getting the call up... My question is, will Aaliyah ever make it onto the main roster? Let's face it, Brayden, you're already on your third co-host and counting since she's been in NXT. She's been in NXT for a long time, guys. Um, I can see her and Bourne going up as a team. I think that's a gimmick that works on the main roster. Um, I won't be watching it. No,
3: but like, there's there's a bunch who are... Yeah. The wrestlers who are worse than them. The only thing is Angelo Dawkins showed up on Monday Night Raw without his backpack. Ah, You know, gotta leave some things behind One more here Michael from Newfoundland Adam Cole trolling Johnny's old neighborhood Is one of the best things in WWE TV In a long time He has absolutely no reason to do it Other than to be a dick It's great (laughs) That's that's exactly what I'm saying He did it just because he's an asshole He can So, uh, Fantastic That's the feedback. You can go forum.postwrestling.com every Wednesday we post it and we read your comments here on the show. Uh, So that's feedback. All right. This is the the part where if you have not seen Spider-Man Far From Home, get the fuck out of here and go watch it. Yeah. (laughs) And then come back and listen to this. Or maybe you want to listen to us talk about it because you don't want to watch it. Or maybe you want to hear us talk about it and then go watch it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. However you, you however you life. deal with spoilers. Whatever you want to do. However you live your but life. Well, we're talking spoilers here. We're going to talk about Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. Just saw it in theaters. It just came out July 4th. Yeah. Saw it last night. It's lit. It's really good. So how do you want to talk about it? Do you want to start talking about some Spidey-Mans? Yeah, sure. I know so, you love this movie. Uh,
2: I did love this movie. Um, what did you... Let's your overall thoughts start
3: with. Uh... Growing up, Spider-Man, one of the best superheroes ever. And then I feel like Iron Man, yeah. when that movie came out, and the whole MCU started happening, Iron Man took the role of the A superhero. Sure. Back in our day, in the 90s, Iron Man, B, C-level superhero. Yeah. Easily. But then Iron Man took that role and ran with it, and it became this whole thing, and it was crazy. And then we just had End Endgame, mm-hmm. and the dude dies. Yeah. And he's gone. And this movie basically takes off from that, takes that story arc, but still goes into its own, in its own way. And I thought that was really, really well done. I think that's what have been great about all these
2: uh, Marvel films. uh, You can watch it as a solo film. Yes. And sure, you might have a couple of questions here and there. Right. But I think you can enjoy it and you get the story of of what's going on. This was a story of Spidey trying to get the girl... But yes. also having to step up to be the superhero and fight Mysterio. I think you can watch this having not watched any of the previous, what is it, 22 films? Fine. Um, but also with Marvel, it's so much more rewarding having seen it. Yes, definitely. Now, this one is probably more tied into previous films than others. Obviously, it's dealing with the death of Tony Stark. And,
3: uh, yeah, we'll What did you think of that? To start, I love it. I like how movies, most of the Marvel ones lately, always start with a punch song right in the beginning. Mm. And I thought this one made me laugh so hard. Well, both this one
2: and Endgame yeah. started not with the the Marvel flicker yeah. thing, but with uh, with a scene. So right. Endgame had that brilliant scene with uh, with Clint Hawkeye. with Hawkeye with his family disappearing. Right. Um, this one had um, the the water, was it the wa- no the sand monster thing right uh, in Mexico, okay. having destroyed everything, and Mysterio being there, and Nick Mysterio.
3: Fury and Maria Hill showing up. Um, for me, I really liked the because that scene was cool, but I really liked the when that song hit after. Oh yeah, and the the the, the shitty slideshow that oh, the kids completely. put together because there's like little like watermarks on it. I'm pretty sure they use Comic Sans for <laughs> yeah, one of the fonts. It's so fucking like, funny because um, like, that's what kids would do. And it was in memory. <laughs> yeah, it was very funny. It, that made me laugh so hard. And like, There's little things in that that made me... Because it's like you'll have a stock image of something and yeah. it's like there's little... Uh,
2: I thought that was... What, what I'm loving sad. about this uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man is they're really going to the roots of him being funny being a kid being right. a teenager being that awkward teenager and you had you had him be a kid for like one film in the Tobey Maguire ones yeah. I feel yeah and then he's an adult uh same with Andrew <clears throat> Garfield and this is like but they look like men as well Tom Holland looks like a boy yeah you believe he's 16 my favorite Spider-Man comics to read were him in school with him as a kid yeah and it's so different from all the other casts they
3: have of superheroes he's the one kid I agree. He he definitely fits the high school. Like I really enjoy the first Tobey Maguire Spider Man movie. That one's fantastic, and I enjoy him in high school with the the catching the thing with Mary Jane yeah. stuff. But he, Tom Holland in high school, it's just very. It's it's kind of fits to high school. Like it does. I, I, I we both are in our twenties. We haven't been in high school in a long time. But this is how high school yeah. is. Like what I loved as well is they're using
2: the death of um, Tony Stark almost in the way that uh, the death of Uncle Ben. Right. Makes him become yeah. that hero. Sure. Um, this whole film was basically him discovering with great power comes great responsibility. Now, they don't say those lines, but we've seen the death of Uncle Ben twice. It's right. like, I never need to see Bruce Wayne's parents die again. Yeah, well, I'm I never that. need to see Uncle Ben. <laughs> probably will see it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I never need to see Uncle Ben die again. Yeah. But I thought it was a really clever way tying it in with the whole Marvel Universe, having Tony Stark's death. Have him question like, "What am I doing with these powers?
3: Right. Do I deserve them? Should I be responsible for them? How am I the next Iron Man when I'm still in high school? When yeah. I can't even get a girl. Like I can't even do Completely. things when I'm in high school. I really liked. I really like that. I really like Tom Holland. Um, I think he's really funny. Fine. I how How can you not like him? He's so likable. Yeah, I think. Um, I re- watching. All of the Spider-Man movies that we've seen, we get to see different villains through different ones. Mm. And obviously, they don't kind of want to repeat similar villains. So they brought in a a new one that we haven't seen. A real B-list villain, I'd say. Not one of the main Spider-Man villains. But now has instantly become my favorite Spider-Man villain. I think every Spider-Man movie, there's little things about certain villains that they kind of fucked up. Maybe Doc Ock is the only one they kind of didn't really fuck up. I really liked they Doc They did, yeah. But I, I enjoyed Doc Ock. But a vulture, th- I thought, was excellent. True, true, true. But now Mysterio, I was like, how are they going to do that? Because mm. there's so many different ways. In the comics, he's an actor and he's always like a magician. He's like an illusionist, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, he tricks like you like and David doesn't... feel yeah. kind of thing. Now, bringing that into a movie, I thought they were just going to be like... He throws smoke and he's an he's a, he's a, he's a actor and he's a yeah. fake and he's a magician. But... The way they take the stark stuff, like the technology mm. and all of that, and they bring it into that character is so smart. Oh, it just links everything yeah, together. It makes it realistic. It in makes my it makes it make sense in
2: 2019. It makes it actually um, real. Like the whole the whole drones thing, like drones yeah. are a thing people worry about these days. The fact that you can just click a button and target something very specific. Right. Um I loved the callbacks right back to the first MCU film, uh, Iron Man One,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: with the guy who's working for uh, Obadiah Stane. Yeah, yeah. Um, him being back in this film, I thought, he, was yeah, he
3: was like fired or whatever, all yeah. those years ago, and he's back. And then they, they kind that. of Photoshop Jake Gyllenhaal
2: yeah. in the background <laughs> of one of the scenes. Um, but I thought it made his character make sense, his motivations. I like understanding
3: a bad guy's motivations, right. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal's also just, yeah, also, when you actor. have a really good actor, it really shows, it really, it helps. really helps when you yeah. have an actor who's actually so fucking, I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Uh, I just watched Donnie Darko again last week. Uh, still don't understand that movie. Still good movie. Uh, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, I was just, yeah, uh, that's my favorite Jake. Gyllenhaal. Yeah, underrated I was, movie. I was even thinking, should we review that one day? Yeah, that's an underrated really movie, really actually. Movie. Nightcrawler, very underrated. Uh, not the X-Men Nightcrawler. No. <laughs> no. Uh, cause Mysterio in, in Spider-Man 2, the video game for PS2, people fucking love that game. It's mm. considered one of the best. It doesn't really tie in with the movie, but it still does. And Mysterio is in that movie. Uh, in that game, sorry. And in that game, it's similar to the comics, like, you have to go through his illusions and all this shit just to realize he's a fraud and he's a fake. Yeah. And that's kind of what happens in here. Knowing this in the movie, you know that was coming. You knew, like, okay, when is Mysterio gonna reveal that he's a... That was maybe, fake. I mean, it didn't take away from my
2: enjoyment. No, it didn't take away from my no. enjoyment. I just wish because you didn't under, you I'd yeah. have liked um, them to have tried to have in trailers and stuff and press releases make us think he's someone else. Sure, uh, it, because it. you're waiting for the you're waiting for the heel turn. Right, it you? was a heel turn. Um, you're waiting for the moment
3: where you realise that this is all bullshit and yeah. he's the bad guy. Well, that's where they got you because they they tricked, they tried to trick us knowing, like, if you're a Spider-Man or you just know, like, he's the bad guy. He, yeah. You know he's turning. But there's a specific scene when he's sitting with Peter Parker and they're having just, like, a conversation. He's, In like, telling phone. about, like, girls and, like, mm. his thing. You're like, oh, like, he is a nice guy. And then it's like, he still is, but he's, a, he's, he's the bad this guy. This was one of my gripes. There's, he's like, uh, do you want to
2: get a drink? And he's like, oh, but I'm not 21. You're in Prague. <laughs> like, I'm pretty... It's definitely 16. Yeah. It might even be 14 if the drinking yeah, laws it's not, in Prague. It's not 21. Um, he can definitely drink in Prague. And I thought he was going to go like, you're in Europe, baby, or something like that. But that's that's Peter Parker. He's such a wholesome guy. He's like, no, no, no. I can't drink. I'm, I'm not 21. But also, it would have made it him giving Edith which are the he's got uh, these glasses that Tony Stark has sure. entrusted in him right um, it's kind of like Jarvis that kind of thing yeah. um, it can track everything do anything you want yeah um, but Tony didn't use his words well on that note he leaves a note saying you'll know what to do you'll know, know what to do Tony Stark <laughs> yeah so uh Peter Parker was like Five, oh seven. this isn't for me because know Tony knows I'm young. young this is to give to someone else um, and trusted Quentin Beck. Oh, um, I just think maybe if he was
3: slightly drunk doing oh. that, it would have been... No, because he knows he fucked up. He's like, oh man, I totally fucked yeah. up. That's funny when a character, when a, especially a hero realizes, yeah, I fucked up. Um, I, I really liked the fact that they do the illusions so fucking well. Mm. Um, in the comic books, you could draw... The, 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 the pictures in the comics could be anything. Because they could yeah. be like, Mysterio tricks Spider-Man doing this. In Old Man Logan, which we just reviewed, Logan for Mm. our show, Mysterio is the reason why the X Men die. Right, he convinces Logan it's all in his fucking head, and he kills the X Men. You wouldn't think Mysterio would be that, but that like Mysterio is the one who fucks with your brain and stuff like that. I loved um, the scene as well
2: where he's where Peter like keeps on thinking it's real, like keeps falling. You see that in the comics all the time. Peter going through this like. Warm moment. Kind of yeah. Thing. Um, it actually reminds me of an episode of the uh, of X Files. Okay. A really good episode of the X Files where it's, there are these hallucinogenic mushrooms. Okay. And there's basically, sounds this great. This mushroom <laughs> that's so huge that they're actually inside the mushroom the whole oh. time and haven't realized it. What? And throughout the whole oh, episode, you keep thinking, Like, they're back in uh, Skinner's office at the end. You know, have you ever seen X-Files? Yeah, yeah. So, the mission's over, and then there's, like, the debrief scene with Skinner at the end. And then he just, like, pulls out a gun and shoots him in the head, and the head melts away and everything. And you realise, oh, they're they're still still in this. They're still there. And I love that, this bit, when you're going, is this real? Is
3: that Nick Fury? No, it's still... Is this... It's still Mysterio. It's Mysterio. Yeah, so... There's there scenes where Spider-Man gets thrown into such like crazy things. Like CGI is amazing in this because uh, you're seeing what he, you think he sees, and then when you actually see what it is, and it's Mysterio in the dome head controlling mm. the drones and everything. It's so realistic. Yeah. How would you? How other ways would you have made Mysterio do these things? You can't realistically trying to do it realistically. You can't. No. So him to have all this technology with the 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 holograms of the disasters and things like that. Which we've seen previously in the Tony Stark. So yeah. to to bring it all together, and also still smart. being like Stark technology, yes. essentially,
2: which goes back to Ultron and all that kind of. And Tony just, keeps fucking
3: up. Even in death, he's still kind of responsible. Well, Edith, for the- even. Dead. I'm the hero. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love that. Uh, I also loved when there's a scene when Peter think is all it's all imagery and things like that, and you see he's at the gravestone of Tony Stark, mm-hmm. and then the zombie of Tony Stark. It's the Marvel zombies. The Marvel zombies. Yeah, and it's, there it's are so a lot of callbacks to like yeah. comics and things. I think that's why you, they're so good. They Did do. you catch a wrestling tie-in in this movie? Uh, I don't think so. When uh, Marissa Tomei who. Marissa Taimei Yep. Yep. Uh Marissa Teme is throwing her blip party, like surviving thing, charity fundraiser, and she's making Peter as Spider Man like be the guest of honor kind of thing. Uh there is a poster for like the charity thing. Mm. And if you look at like it says like Spider Man will be here, blah 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 will be here at this time, blah blah blah. Crusher Hogan will be here. Okay. Crusher Hogan with Macho Man and yeah, the first Spider-Man. That's cool. Yeah, you wouldn't, you just a little tiny little thing there. I thought it was really cool. Uh, Marissa Tomei is an uh, amazing Aunt May. I a really, different Aunt May. It's yeah, like, yeah. Hot Aunt May. Hot Aunt May. Yeah. Uh, I really like her, who's also in The Wrestler. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs>
0: Fantastic.
3: Um
2: and so she's got a relationship going on with Happy Hogan. Oh, who, John Favreau. I love these. Mean, great what movie. I love with these MC, MCU movies are the the B, maybe even C list characters yeah. that keep showing up. Right. Again, he's a guy who's been in it since the beginning, Crazy. and now he had a pretty lead role in this film, yeah. like big, the
3: biggest role he's had. John I'd John Favreau is having a really good year with 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 this, <laughs> The Lion King. Like, oh, dude, dude yeah. is killing it. Um, he also is. He, have you ever seen the movie Chef? Yes. So he has the new show, and he has Tony Star- uh Robert Downing. Um, yeah, he's on it. Okay, because I'm sure he's like, hey, come. It's So he does a show where he's John Favreau, but they do kind of chef things and they cook cool food. It's on Netflix. It's Nice. It's really cool. I haven't okay, seen cool. all of that. i just seen the clip with Downey Jr. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, Tony Stark? What? Amazing. Um, I thought the movie... I thought the first Spider-Man with Tom Holland... Uh, sorry, Homecoming? Yeah. I thought it was funnier than any of the other Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Um, but this one I thought was even funnier. There's a specific joke in this movie. That I laughed so loud in the theater. I thought I was... I thought I... I just laughed my ass off. And it's like a throwaway comment. But the writing here is fantastic. So, the blip is what they call the snap. Mm -hmm. They just... They they explain to you really quick what happened. That when you... If you were part of the blip, Mm -hmm. then you came back and you're still alive. But you're like five years... People have... Who didn't die are five years older. Because five years have passed. But... When the blip came back, those people came back. So when Peter's on the plane with uh, Martin Starr, yeah. who we have on our fridge, did you know? He, he plays Bill from Freaks and Geeks, okay. years later, my favorite character in that show. Martin Starr plays Mr. Harrington. Yeah. No relation to myself, <laughs> Mr. Harrington. He says to Peter, uh, Oh yeah, did I tell you my wife faked the blip? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we had a fake funeral for her and everything. Oh my fucking God. That's such a throwaway comment. The writing is so intricate and like meta that this guy, this sad teacher that used, he's, he's so funny in yeah. this movie, that teacher. Uh, just, I just thought that was so hilarious. I like, I want to go through sort of individual
2: characters a bit, because sure. we don't have a breakdown of No, uh, I didn't write plots, any notes, So we're kind yeah. of talking all over the place. Um, what I love with the, the casting for this film is the kids look like kids right. to start with. Yeah. Um, they've gone, Away from how they are in the comics, like looks-wise, sure. But personality is still there but updated. So you've got uh, Flash uh, Thompson, yep, um, doing the video blogs the whole time. Yeah, so that fun. looks nothing like the Flash Thompson really. we see in the um, comics. In the comics, but it works. He's still a dick. 100%. He's still obsessed with Spider-Man. Yeah, um,
3: he's going to become a villain. Yeah. He so has. can you see him as Venom? Does Flash become Venom? Flash oh, in the, the newer. Ones, I'm pretty right? sure Flash is one of the Venoms, uh, isn't he? Yeah, I don't want to see that. No, you know? I don't want to see that. Yeah. Um, I don't want to see anything venom ever from that this universe that we already have a Venom. Yeah. I do not want to see. I do not want to see Tom Hardy touching this. Um Sorry. I think uh MJ is fantastic.
2: Zendaya? Zendaya. I yeah. think she's brilliant. She's such a funny she's, character. She's got the uh she's got like the the spunk. Of MJ from the comics MJ's so known for the The red hair Sure It doesn't matter No They've just cast um, What's her name for As Ariel And there's a bit of a uh, We saw What's her name Not Halle Berry It's uh, not Halle Berry It's Hailey Berry Hailey Berry Who we saw at Wrestlemania Singing with her sister Oh really The national anthem (laughs) Wow Um, We saw Ariel at Wrestlemania I think so Whoa Or I saw It was the year before maybe But yeah Okay So she's been cast And obviously there's a load of because stink online of her Ariel was white with red hair it doesn't matter if she's a, a mermaid yeah. it's it's the I feel it's the essence of the character can sure. you get that character and who that is
3: it doesn't care what they look like sure um, I mean I, hey before Tom Holland was cast the whole thing was ha- Donald for Spider-Man uh, Donald Glover yeah so like he didn't really become Spider-Man but he was he's technically in the universe he's Prowler he is Yeah. he was in the last movie and he's also you know so, um. So I think she's fantastic as MJ. I thought she was really funny. Uh, Ned is hilarious. All the kids are so... Yeah, yeah. Ned is um, really funny. The his relationship with Beth, is it? Uh, no, it's... Uh, uh, what's her name? She becomes Betty uh, in the Bailey Daily Bugle later on, doesn't she? Right. She okay. eventually becomes uh, okay. the the person who works the the, the secretary yeah. essentially um, and if we want to talk about the daily bugle yes. we get the the mid credit scene the return of a very familiar face the the only guy oh, who can play jay johnny guy i shouted holy shit I, in the theater like there was a big audible reaction yeah. from our oh our man viewing. Um love that. I know uh, we're just jumping all over the place, but that was crazy. Uh I think he is the only guy who can play. Only this. guy and Marker
2: it's the only thing that's crossed over yeah, no one's, from, yeah. from the Tokyo ones. Yeah, no but one now did. they're playing him as more like a conspiracy theorist yeah, like so YouTube
3: Kind of Which is perfect. You're updating, yeah. everything. updating everything. In the Spider Man game that came out for PS4 this past year, that's what they turned him into that, like, uh, right wing, like, he's a podcaster yeah. and he's conspiracy against Spider Man. They've taken that and made that. Even his suit was more like the game with the white spider and stuff. Right, right. Uh, Um, And then, and the new suit that he he creates in this movie, you can download for the game. Right. But it's the, it has black. The Spider-Man with black Black. and the webbing Mm -hmm. under the arms and stuff. It's so cool. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that they tie in.
2: I think that was one of the most impactful, um, Stinger scenes for a long long time. Yeah, definitely. It really, it really sets up the, the next story. Peter Parker's out. Like, like, what? How do you do that? How do you do that? Yeah. I don't like that. Mm. That's like, that leaves you interesting. It leaves you just like, what? What happened? So he's now going to be like, like Batman in Dark Knight Rises, I guess. He's a, he's got to go rogue and disappear. Um, I, yeah. Or no one believes him.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Right. True, because he's a conspiracy theorist. Like, everyone's like, this crazy guy. I think, I think that's what's going to happen. I think this is all a ploy in the first few scenes of the next Spider-Man is like, Everyone winding like, him up, oh, well, you're Spider-Man, maybe like, you can save this. Yeah, and he's like, uh, I'm not, guys. Like, he's got to really play up, like, uh, no, I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think the whole movie as itself, um, was the, the, the action scenes and the, the mix of the comedy. I felt like it was just a perfect mix of like everything Marvel's been doing with these MCU movies They're so fucking good, man. It sometimes feels like you're really just reading a comic book, but honestly. Oh, the they've screen. done it so well. Yeah. Um, I really, um, I wrote down because I have a, a line from Mysterio where he says, it's easy to fool people when they're already fooling themselves. Why do the bad guys always get the best <laughs> lines? Like, even in wrestling, the bad guys always get the cool promos yeah. and vignettes and, and get to say the coolest things. But Mysterio here, uh, very true. And Mysterio at the end, revealing that he is Spider-Man, um, does that set up for the Sinister Six? Because... They're still kind of teasing that Jay Jonah Jameson in the comic books creates the Scorpion. In the final after credit scene in the first Spider-Man movie, Homecoming, the Scorpion's there. We see him in that mm. scene talking More to the vultures. vultures. Yeah, vultures in prison. So we have Scorpion in prison with Vulture, mm. Mysterio. That's three. We don't necessarily know if he's dead. He's not. Like yeah, he's not. He can't be. Um, um, so there's three already. Uh who else would you add to the Sinister Six there? Because those are three people in the Sinister Six. Would you have to get the Goblin in the in the series eventually? Goblin uh Doc Ock isn't introduced yet. Spider Man has the best villains, I would say. Um like I know everyone loves I I love the Joker, but Batman has some cool villains, but I would say Spider Man has the the best uh I think Spider Man has the strongest rogue gallery in the Marvel
2: universe. Sure. Um yeah. What did you think of the final final scene, the end credit scene?
3: Uh, so with when it was
2: revealed that it I wasn't actually uh,
3: Talos, um, yeah, uh, I I really like that because throughout the movie you're like, oh, how would how would how would Samuel L. Jackson Nick Fury believe this? Like, how did he believe that this this guy? Like, when he figure this out you're always wondering and then at the end it was because it wasn't even him but it makes you wonder how long has it
2: been these guys right so you see um uh Nick Fury the real Nick Fury yeah. is with the Chilling. with the scrolls yeah uh in space in on a beach uh a big thing in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season one okay was um oh what's what's his name Clark Gregg's uh character uh, Agent Colson. Okay, yeah. Um, they keep on saying about Tahiti and how when he got shot and, you know, stabbed and died, Die. he was in Tahiti, which was basically like Nick Fury was here, uh, a beach, but it was all a fake. Beach. It was all fake. Um, now there's. You don't know what's real or not real. Well, in this there's movie. a whole uh, big story that people are saying maybe this is a setup for this, which is Secret Invasion. Um, okay. So, which is the Scrolls Attack. attacking shape-shifting and everything okay and now they all look to be on the same side at the moment but i think this could be a little a clue time. for this sure and how long has he been nick fury because he mentions like oh it was inappropriate at the funeral was he oh, nick right. fury then as well like sure. how far back does this go right um i don't know i love coming out of these movies with loads of questions sure and going on youtube and like looking into yeah definitely. all these little things but i i love the film
3: um One of the best Spider-Man films, definitely. Definitely. I enjoyed this one more than Homecoming. I think so, yeah. Mostly because, uh, again, it's, it's the, it's for anyone, like anyone who, who's older than us Mm. and maybe used to read comic books and then finally got to go see this in a live action. It's just crazy. So for me to see Mysterio for all these years, mostly, it's a character that would be really hard to do Mm. and they nailed it. They nailed it. Overachieved on it. Like, Everything about it was so good. So I just felt like, wow, seeing this come to life is really well done. It's spent good on their part, for actually. Doing. I gotta say, I loved seeing Europe as well. I uh, was yes.
2: so used to seeing New York blow up. It's always sure. New York. Why right. is it always New York? They, they, like, they fought on the London Bridge or whatever. It was, yeah, Tower oh, Bridge. Right. Yeah. Um, you had Prague, you had Venice, you had Berlin. Uh, I thought that was great hopping around. Mm-hmm. Uh, felt more like a sort of James Bond movie where you're just hopping around. <laughs> yeah, true. Locations. He's so,
3: he's such a secret agent going yeah. to different places um, in Europe. So I
2: thought that was just refreshing for the Marvel Universe. We've been to space before we've gone to like Italy. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, that's true. Which is pretty cool. And I think also just fans from those countries, it's awesome seeing like, I was watching with Kim and obviously we went to London in February and yeah. it was, I thought it was kind of cool what, what like hey there. do you remember when we were there No, Mysterio's fucking up he's
3: fighting yeah. yeah that's pretty true um, I also liked uh, so the illusion well it's revealed that it's illusions mm. but like you see this water creature right like that comes through and everything like that and I think it's Flash who's like oh it's it's Hydro Man yeah I've read about this guy it's this guy mixed with the thing and I'm like oh fuck yeah Hydro Man was sick Hydro Man is like a Z-level uh, yeah. thing. But even to tie it in somehow is really cool. Yeah. You never, you'll never, you probably never see Hydro Man in a live action. So that was it. That's where you got to see Because it. It, yeah. it was him, technically. Technically, it was Hydro Man. And Sandman, maybe. I don't mm. know. <laughs> well, yeah. That's what I took the first thing was. Like, yeah. oh, that's Sandman. Yeah. Um, I and then like you I got the f- Night Monkey. The Night Monkey suit was really interesting. <laughs> like, the black thing. I, I saw the movie with my friend Tony. And he was like... Uh, the Venom suit's gonna go on the black suit. The Night Monkey suit's gonna turn into Venom. I'm like, no, I don't wanna see that. It's too soon. I don't wanna I, see I, any I of don't, that. I think,
2: uh, like Marvel Studios are, have been smart when they release new things and, sure. um, I don't think they'd rush Venom. Like, no. I mean, Tom Hardy, I think, is confirmed for Venom 2 anyway. So of I course. don't think as long as that's going on, unless they eventually meet.
3: Right. Which
2: could happen. Who knows? Sure. Um, I don't want
3: you to see that though. But yeah, I don't want to see that. I I, I would rather see Spider-Man kind of uh, fight new villains that we haven't seen, or mm. villains we've seen but done again, but updated yeah. more more well. Right. Absolutely. Um. We 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 talked about how um different cat like you casted someone completely different for. Uh, like a different character that we've already seen, like Ariel and stuff like that. Yeah. What's stopping them from creating villains in the newer comics? Like Doc Ock's a girl. Doc Ock is a woman. They could do that. They yeah, could do completely. different characters with different things. Completely. Uh, and, I, and I'd and i be interested in seeing it because we trusted them to do some zany character like Mysterio, and they they nailed it. So they could do it with other Well, things. it's Like I said with Toy Story earlier, I think, I just trust Marvel. Yeah. I trust
2: they're gonna hire the right director. Yeah. I trust they're gonna hire the right They probably writer. already have
3: the next few movies already. The right. Written. Actor. Right. Yeah, like they get it right every time. Yeah. I I think I wanna see the story arc of J. Jonah Jameson definitely being the uh the He's gonna be he's gonna be a prominent Well because oh. in the comics he creates the Scorpion to go after Spider-Man. Yeah. He's like behind the scenes, like, yeah, I wanna Create this guy to to stop him. I think even in some comics, he becomes a scorpion at some points, or okay. he becomes his own created character. I don't know if I want to see uh, Simmons become an actual action thing, but you could CGI him on certain things. Yeah. Um, well, what about Rhino? Right? He was. We got like, Rhino. We got Lizard. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's there's a sinister six brewing up. It's something. just I wonder
2: how many they want to take that have been from. Uh, like yeah, the Garfield film don't take any of those actors or, or characters no, not done. actors but like yeah. we had we had Rhino we had Lizard sure. we had um, I don't need to see Rhino or Lizard anymore I what's with that. Electric Man? Electro Electro, Electro. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what's the mystery man? Mysterio yeah. what's the Electric Man? Electro <laughs> Um, one thing I do like about the Tom Holland movies, uh, th- th- as soon as I saw, I didn't mind Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker. No, me neither. But about 20 minutes into the first Spider-Man movie he's in, uh, I checked out because Peter Parker uses Bing. Yes, you've said this before. Peter Parker would never fucking use <laughs> Bing ever. He's a genius. You think he would use Bing? Not a chance. I instantly clocked it. I didn't hate those movies as much as
2: everyone else. No, I, I didn't I think either. what I, um... What I really liked about it was the relationship between him and Emma Stone. Sure. I think both far too old for the parts. You couldn't really buy them being at high school. Right. But I thought their chemistry was fantastic. Sure. And now with these guys, I think Tom Holland and Zendaya's uh, chemistry is fantastic. Right. And they look younger. So... And they're more... They're closer to the characters in the books. So MJ's got
3: die soon. (laughs) Well, MJ doesn't die. I know Gwen dies. Although they did show the throwing off the bridge thing. Yeah, I was gonna say they teased that, but they, they they don't kill her. Um, what other characters would you like to see in this next universe? Because like we're talking about villains and stuff, but like Black Cat is a is a prominent character yep. we never got to see in a Spider-Man movie. Um, in the in the comics, it's funny because MJ does die, but in relation to Hydro Man, she's brought back. So right. it is interesting that they had kind of Hydro Man reference. But,
2: there's a I'm. Uh, I'm blanking on the name there was a character they introduced really recently like a few in, uh a few years ago sure. uh which is a kid who gets powers where he's like essentially like flash like he's super quick and everything yeah, okay. um and is a superhero but gets really arrogant so he starts like beating Spider-Man to the scene of every uh, crime uh, and like Spider-Man's trying to like take him under his wing it, it works better when it's a uh, older Spider-Man because mm-hmm. this is like the, the adult Spider-Man sure, right. and being like hey Tom you Holland need to chill and then he goes like bad right. um, as you said I'd like a few more of the obscure characters that people don't know so well because I think there's less expectation there and yeah. you, you have a bit more freedom
3: to do your thing with especially as a, a specific- I really liked uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, but does, did he did he die? Because if he stays, I would like to see kind of... I, I think they deliberately match. do
2: that thing where... It's like wrestling. He could, he could be dead. He could... not If we need to bring him back, I'm sure all these actors, they sign for... More than one. At least three movies, yeah. probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they could very well decide, no, we're not going to go with him and not really mention
3: him again. Right. Well, I, I thought it was really fun. I already want to see the next one. Because... As a kid, you read a comic book, you're like, all right, cool. I wait another month or whatever, and you get the next thing. Mm. Like, you gotta wait a few weeks, and every comic would come out, and then I'd buy the trades, and then read. Ultimate Spider-Man's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, say, they, they, there's fuck-ups in that series, but clearly the movies take from it, because yeah. uh, it's more modern and updated. Um, and he's mostly in high school throughout that series. Um, this movie definitely took from that series with the, with the comedy and stuff, but, there's there's a lot more in that series that I see them taking from yeah. in the near future. Um, Venom is probably one of them. I think mm. they would go with that route. But I, I thought it was super great. I can't. I want to see the next one instantly. I'm like, yeah, yeah. We got to wait so long before the next film so of any Marvel. Why? When's the next one? Next year, I think. Oh man, crazy. Yeah. Well, they did a lot this year already. So. They, they have. They, have. yeah. Uh, I really liked it. I can't wait to see more. i want. i I've been watching the 90s show this week. I started watching the Mysterio episodes. Oh, yeah? And stuff like that. The, the animated. Yeah, from the yeah I kind of want to go back. Yeah, because in that one, Mysterio would uh, copy him. He would look like him. Okay. Uh, like Chameleon would do. So mm. uh, I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed the 90s Spider-Man mm. cartoon. Really. I loved it. The yeah. The theme song is lit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want to say about that? I, I think we're done. I, I mean, right. I'm
2: sure John and Way will have like a in-depth review sure. of the whole film in We're probably a, a year's time maybe they they just done Ant man so oh, they got, they are they've still Ant-Man. got a while to go yeah um but yeah they'll talk in depth about it but yeah it's both fresh in our minds yeah. we know a lot of listeners love this universe so we figured we'd chat
3: about it Parker Parker uh yeah so you can also listen to us talk about Logan which is on our feeds everywhere you get our podcast you can listen to us talk about NXT every uh, Thursday. On postwrestling.com Because that's what we always talk about um, You can buy our t-shirts com Slash up next
2: Get is- your tickets for the tailgate uh, yes. They are running out So uh, postwrestling.com Forward slash NXT tailgate uh, I think that's about it Yes,
3: you can follow us uh, On everything we do On our socials, on Instagram and Twitter I am at D And I am at Davey Portman. Look forward to us every Thursday reviewing NXT. And look forward to the Evolve show featuring Adam Cole and Akira Tozawa. We're going to go head-to-head with John Away. Yeah. The podcast wars. The post-wrestling podcast wars. It's like the secret um. wars. And uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes. Which is BD Official. That is correct. Uh, so we'll talk to you again next week. Goodbye and be safe.
1: Ahoy!